chances uh, and uh, yeah, get into trouble. As, well, welcome to a Wrexham player. We are live here from the county grounds, Swindon, for Wrexham's visit on Boxing Day, a traditional day for football, of course, Boxing Day. Wrexham with a unseasonal length of trek, but having said that, uh, mouth-watering game in prospect. Good crowd have travelled down despite the uh, the long-distance journey. And interesting team news for Wrexham for the 1,400 Wrexham fans who've come down here. Paul Mullen rested to the bench, has been, as Colin was explaining to the audio feed just now, some sickness in the camp. Jake Pickerstaff is not available, and Mullen is out ill. Looking at the Swindon team, though they're already really badly afflicted by injuries, Lewis Ward in goal for them because their first-choice keeper, Mahoney, pulled a muscle, a hamstring, on the, in their last match. Across the back, Harrison Minton, Seydou Khan and Williams Kokolo. Their right wing back is Romeo Hutton, left wing back Tyree Shade. In the centre of midfield, Lewis Kinsler and George McEachran. And then Dan Kemp, one of their real stars, sitting off a of front two with star quality itself. And Jake Young and Charlie Austin. Young, of course, the top scorer in the division. Charlie Austin has been around the block a few times, been around the Premier League block a few times. The subs to them, Tom Brewitt, Brooklyn Genesio, Jake Kane, Anton... Hang on a second, my eyes are gone, Vorzak. I should have put reading glasses on, I've got more fool me, Del McGregor, Sonny Hart, and Redman Evans. Wrexham, I think I remember their bench, that was clever, I mean, what, reading glasses right here, and didn't bother putting them on. Wrexham, though, lining up with Arthur Conquo in goal, mask and all. The, the back three will be Tom O'Connor, Ben Tozer, and Max Cluith. On the left-hand side, back on the left, where he prefers, is Jacob Mendy. And on the right, Anthony Ford. Centre mid, Andy Cannon, Elliot Lee and James Jones. And up front, Sam Dolby and James McLean. A terrific-looking bench for Wrexham with Mark Howard, Jordan Davis, Luke Young, Paul Mullen, Will Boyle, Stephen Fletcher and, also back from injury, Ryan Barnett. It's, uh, I say ben Mendy would prefer to be on the left. I'm sure he would, but... Uh, to be fair to him, he's done a terrific jog on the right, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I think the only thing we get now is on the left. It is his natural side. So often on yeah. the right-hand side, his instinct seems to be to cut inside. We've got two players in, Anthony Ford and Jacob, and you can go around their men now and hopefully get crosses in from those wings for our new strike force of Dolby and McLean. Yeah, and there's going to be lots and lots of movement amongst those two. I mean, McLean's going to be absolutely everywhere. We know what his energy is like. And, yes, there's that mouth-watering prospect of what he did when he came off the bench and played up front alongside Paul Mullen coming off the bench against Port Vale earlier this season when the two of them were absolutely sensational and turned the game against a higher division team. I mean, as well, Max Kluwerth keeps his place, which is a, a no-brainer, I think, because he was outstanding against Newport, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely fantastic. It takes a lot to be able to slot into the team like that at such short notice. But we've seen it twice this season, or Ben Tozer doing likewise at Notts County. And I think that's a testament to the coaching staff and the medical team and how ready everybody is to play their part in this season. That will go for even players you haven't seen for a while, like Celine McAlinden. Every single player in that squad is ready to play their part. And it's easy to say it, but they've been able to prove it now as well. And um, Yeah, absolutely. I was looking at the data of the game last night. and um, We don't tend to feature very high in terms of interceptions. 
uh, when we defend the box, we just defend the box. But Clueth had, I think it was nearly 20 interceptions in that match, and all the other players around four or five, because he was just the way he was handling a really difficult opponent in Bogle was impressive. He was sticking tight to him. He was sneaking around the side, just nicking the ball away from him. That was a terrific performance by him, and especially when you consider it was his first league start of the season. Very, very impressive indeed. And we've seen the profits of when he was younger and coming into the team. So many opposition teams tried to target him. So facing up to a player like Bogle, that's no different to what he had at National League level where everyone had put their main striker on him. And time and again, time and again, he'd dominate him, win that battle and help us to victory. Yeah, exactly. They used to really try to target him. And it was always fun around the hour mark seeing them stop targeting him because they were starting to realise there was very little fun to be had from it. As a blast from the past as well, just down on your screens, Rockin' Robin. Because Wrexham for so many years had Rockin' Robin as our mascot. Uh, Swindon still do, they are the Robins. And oh, Rockin' Robin will be called up soon if they, any more injuries it would appear. They've got a few academy players on the bench. Um, and they have done for the last couple of weeks. And the manager, Michael Finn's been a, a little reluctant to turn to them for too much time. So it'll be interesting to see just what his attitude is today as we await the teams coming back out. Remember, you can use the hashtag ASKWXM, Ask Wrexham, to get in touch with us on Twitter. And it'll be... Oh, I've got something here which I need to use against against Che, one of the regular commentators. He loves beefy QP Wrexham, who says he's listening in from Wrexham. Nice to hear you again. I found out a couple of days ago, Che, if you're listening, that I'm related to, to BPQP Wrexham, sort of fairly distantly, but still, Che, there you go, you should be jealous of that. To see the Ars Wrexham family keeps coming tighter and tighter. It's just what we were after. We've had Shelley on on, uh, on uh, cruise listening and watching the matches. Here we've got James and Tracy from Canada watching from Phu Quoc in Vietnam. Wow, fantastic. And um, also FKV saying this looks like a good match to see more than 20 minutes from Fletcher. We'd love to see a significant shift on the pitch from that guy. I would say the issue there is just that, you know, we've got another fixture coming up quite quickly and then another. Um, and in terms of easing him back on, maybe the same as we are normally doing might make sense. We've got Mullen on the bench as well. But um, I do think, Colin, it's something I've espoused a few times that you know, I think some people look at Fletcher and think, oh yeah, we brought him in to do 15-minute shifts. I don't think that's the case myself. In you know, last season, he was he played a full season as a first choice in the Scottish Premier. This isn't a Glen Little situation. It's just that unfortunately, he lacked, you know, a pre-season and had a niggling knee injury. So he's been doing cameos, but the intention surely is to have him competing for a starting place once he's up and running fully. Yeah, absolutely. Forced his way into the starting lineup with those little um, cameos he's making off the bench and was given the opportunity to, which I think says all you need to know. He was given the opportunity to start, then his knee injury needed sorting out. It's like having a new player coming back again. I rate him so highly. It's hardly a hot take. He's played so many games in the Premier League, but he, sh he has that quality of a player from the higher level. But when, when you see players like that surrounded by players who are not from that level, and I'm, I mean opponents, it often really stands out because you just see, well, I mean, it is like little in this regard, people want to play with them. So you get players like Lee and Mullin and McLean, as you saw very clearly in the Newport match, 
uncommon, almost inviting pressure on themselves because they want to work fun ways out of it with their passing and movement and intelligence and awareness of what the others are going to do. And you know, sometimes it looks like we're trying to work the perfect goal, but when you're defending a lead, that's not the worst thing to be doing, isn't it? Just keep it in the corner and see if you can come up with something sensational. Oh, yeah, fabulous player. Yeah, he just moves differently to other yeah. players at this level. James McLean's the same. You can see that they've played at a much higher level that we're at because yeah. their movement off the ball and everything just stands out because, as you said, when you're playing against players who haven't got that experience, you can see the difference. And something I'm, I'm learning with McLean more and more is that even if he's having a little bit of an off day, it's his, his presence, his physicality and his aggression to drive forwards still makes him a problem for the opposition even if his crosses aren't quite finding the target he's uh, he's still just a a difficult proposition for players because he's 100 percent and 100 miles an hour all the time isn't he yeah absolutely and like you said he's he's not here to make these cameos but coming off the bench and having 15 20 minutes makes a huge difference against tiring defenders as well absolutely as the teams come out the referee today is the ref who was in charge of the Milton Keynes game first day of the season, just to, to add to the thoughts of crazy matches, Swindon 5-5, Milton Keynes of course of 5-3. I think it's reasonable to say that if we hadn't been caught a little bit off our best in the opening month or so of the season, we'd have a very nice league position to be enjoying, and we're now in a position to try and drive our genuine form home and try to make a difference. So yeah, Swindon in all res, Wrexham in our away kit of white, and yeah, a tradition, that's a fixture that goes back a long way, and a game which despite that hasn't been played here at the county ground since 2006, and it's the first match after Dennis Smith was sacked surprisingly, Brian Carey was in interim charge which became a permanent thing, and we took the lead through Mark Williams and all looked good in the world but sadly we lost 2-1 and it continued in that manner because poor Brian Carey who was a little reluctant to take the job to be fair um, ended up having the longest run without a win to start his career of any Wrexham manager although he did turn it around to save us that season as the ball's been driven out I've never seen it actually driven out that's cool to the middle of the pitch that's nice and the teams are just getting themselves warmed up. So, looking at those teams again, Swindon damaged badly in their options by injuries, have had a stuttering time of it lately, but they have got goal power, like I said. Lewis Ward in goal for them, their backup keeper, but he has got plenty of experience. And then a back three for them, they looked to change to a back four but didn't bother in the end because of injuries last weekend, so it'll be Minton Khan and Kokolo as the centre-backs Hutton on the right Shade on the left Kinsella and McEachern in the middle and then, like I said, that star trio up front, Kemp supporting Young and Austin so a side there with plenty of goals in them and a side which has been leaky of late Bento's a skipper again, of course, with Luke Young on the bench. And the Wrexham side lines up with a Conquo in goal. The back three, Cluith, Toza and O'Connor. 
Ford on the right, Mendy on the left, Cannon, Jones and Lee in the middle, Dolby and McLean up front, interesting experiment that, and a very strong bench with Howard, Davis, Young, Mullin, Boyle, Fletcher, and returning from injury, Ryan Barnes. We're about to get things underway. Lewis Ward getting a warm reception from his supporters. As is a Conquo, the Wrexham fans are behind the Conquo's goal. And also in the seats to his right. As we prepare to get things going. Dan Kemp stands on the ball and feeds it backwards and away we go. Khan goes back to his keeper. Ward immediately. Looking to test Tozer in the air, and the ball ricochets kindly for Lee. Good challenge on him. Ball spins in midfield. Shade hooks it forwards once more. And Ford, scrappy start this as the ball will go out for a throw to. Oh, it won't. Dolby's done well to get a foot to it and force Kokolo to feed the ball backwards. And again, we have an aerial challenge. Kluwerth against the Wiley Austin. That's a nice touch. Now then, Young is running for Kemp, who delays his pass and doesn't get the, it right in the end. But danger's got the moment there. Yeah, it's a clearance, just like Andy kind of moment of danger, but Arthur Conco always in control. It's another game where, with his mask on, he's been able to get a nice early touch in. Just so it can only add to the confidence. Absolutely. Here's Dolby now in the air, beating Cocolo nicely. McLean just beaten to it, but well won back by Lee. Hits it early, deflected behind, was it? No, goal kick. Good to see Wrexham on the front foot, but maybe Lee should have, uh, with his dribbling ability, taken on the defender. Yeah, surprising he took it so early, he's certainly capable from there, but having just nicked possession, he had time to run into the penalty area. It may be just going through his mind just to try and test that goalkeeper early on. Got the shots all wrong in the end. Yeah, it's not the worst idea, but you just wonder whether he could have run at calm there. Anyway, Ward's pulled his kick straight out of play, throws a wrestle on the halfway line. Ford will take. The ball girl gives him the ball, which we had a player, uh, ball boy told off for that last Saturday by the by a very picky referee. Here's Toza to Cluith. Jackson will to draw them out. And Kemp obliges that front three in that move they nearly pulled off in the opening moments, though, showing that if they can engage the three centre backs, they can create spaces. Austin dropped off, Cluith went with him, quite rightly. But then that pulls space around as the ball's not long for Dolby misheader, but it falls for Shade. Nice touch, good skill by Shade. Beats Ford and he's still trying to tame a bouncing ball. Cannon comes in. He's always going to win that tackle. Yeah, it's a great touch to beat Ford, but he never really had control of the ball, did he? It was always escaping from him. Well read by Andy Cannon just to come across and snuff out that danger. So at the back now is Khan. McLean typically scrapping away, causing problems. Khan's done well to turn away from there. Got some criticism, Khan, on Saturday for the Tramia goals. Kluwerth, good foot in. Yeah, you can see already what you're talking about, Carl. I mean, Austin is going to try and mug Kluwerth as, as much as he can, isn't he? Yes, yeah, it's, it's just become predictable, hasn't it? We, <laughs> we know exactly where they're going to go. Mm. And yet, I've got no worries in that respect. No, no, absolutely. There's a sloppy pass by McKeekran. Mendy is looking for a replacement ball. Not so quickly forthcoming when it's Wrexham throw. I'm just saying, not trying to imply anything. Ball switched across James Jones now. Cleworth venturing forward for the first time. Ford available. Jones finds him. Swindon is blocking the passing lanes and it's a hopeful ball by Jones. McLean's got no chance of reaching that. 
but it's a it's a defence like we said that's that's quite young that has been exploited in reaching matches and, and Wrexham really need to get at them you feel and try to sow the seeds of doubt in their minds Ward is on the kick Khan offers but doesn't want to go short so right footies looking for Austin against Clueth and again Tozer looks to step in and gets a touch Cannon does well there leads as well to hook it on Wrexham done well to keep the ball here and Jones that was a nice idea and McLean well Okay, it's a head injury, so the ref's right to stop it. Shame because McLean was after it. Yeah, it just looked like he was going to run onto that one as it deflected. I'm not sure if he was offside and the ball was played, possibly. Mm. We'll never know now, but as you said, the referee had no choice. Yeah. Andy Cannon suffering a head injury. Yeah, absolutely. So, free kick in the centre circle. It's, it's a simplistic thing, but I quite enjoyed how often Wrexham were winning those little 50 50s there. If you can impose yourself in that sort of situation, well, he's given it back to Swindon, okay, I suppose, maybe, maybe so, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna crucify the guy until I really have grounds to, I've seen to recall he was quite good in the Milton Keynes game anyway, so, Tom Reeves, the ref, throw to Rexham anyway on the halfway line, because Swindon squandered that, and O'Connor, looks for Dolby, who again wins it in the air, he's won a few already, couldn't find McLean, and Dolby's slow getting up now, as on the other side of the pitch, Cocolo tries an ambitious pass, Ford intercepts, Austin tries to get in, ref says that, he di that Ford didn't handle it as Austin tried to take it past him, now Jones, Dan Lyons, good, McLean on the rise is definitely onside, defender on the far side is far too deep, McLean now takes on his man, hits the goal line, sweeps in the cross, wins a corner, off Austin, do track back well, but that's a worrying early sign for Swindon, just that ragged back line playing McLean on. Yeah, absolutely, very poor defensive shape and James McLean taking full advantage, on his week of football, he somehow should get a cross in and wins a corner from it. He'll take it himself. Wrexham send O'Connor up onto the keeper. Big crowd of players lined up on the penalty spot, wrestling with the Swindon defenders. It's swept in, hit the first defender. Cannon leaves it for Mendy, who heads it into the edge of the box. O'Connor helps it on, flicked on again. Dolby now touches it past last defender, and there's no one there. Dolby trying to put pressure on, but he can't stop the ball being brought away by Minton. And Minton on the right flank as well. He had a run through the middle, tempting him from Young. But they've gone square instead, and they've worked themselves a nice piece of space here now. As Swindon come over the halfway line with Kinsler. They slow it back down again, though. Wrexham get into a good shape. I mean, Wrexham have got players who can press from the front when we choose to as well, but the way we drop off and have this good shape and defend with a highish line, a you know, medium block is, is impressive and a big part of why we're doing so well, I would say at the moment, as yeah, attempts to turn by Young is snuffed out by James Jones and McEachern has to be quick to beat Dolby to a loose pass from Shade, but they've sent away Kinsella on the right side, gets into the edge of the area, pulls it wide, Hutton stands up a poor cross, out for a goal kick. Hutton's got by some margin the most crosses of the whole division. He really loves getting up the line and putting stuff in the box for Austin and Young. There's something said about Wrexham's formation before where we're criticised for having five at the back, but it's never really a five, it's always a three and Sunday absolutely the same. If Hudson gets space to go down that right wing, you wouldn't call him a right back, would you? Exactly so. I, I can never understand when people say that. You know, formations are a loose idea to hang how you're going to play on as O'Connor goes long, and McLean will challenge that as the defender has to let it bounce, but Carnes nodded it square, one back, unlucky that, 
as Wrexham tried to push up the pitch. It was an attempt to keep it in by Dolby, couldn't manage it. But yeah, five at the back, three at the back. I mean, our most advanced players are off on the wing backs. So yeah, it's it's just a number. Anyway, here is the throw, which Hutton throws down the flank and flicks backwards off O'Connor, volleyed on by Toza. He collides then with Clueth, but he's okay. Dolby backing in well, knocks it on. McLean couldn't quite turn his man, and Minton's able to launch it clear. Austin dropping off again, hooks it over his shoulder, not accurately to Young, but Cannon is snapping away at him. Brilliant work by Cannon. Eventually got the ball from him. Toza. Typical early ball looking for McLean. Good pass too onto his chest. Has touch just let him down up. And he's given it away. Austin scoops it down the right flank. Young now. Wrexham got players back, but it's a good surging run by Kinsler to the edge of the area. Gets beyond Toza's lunge. Chance to cross then. Good block. Puts it behind uh, from the corner by Lee. But that was uh, just a little loss of possession, and Swindon are showing that they can strike quickly, can't they? Yeah, absolutely. They're keen to get on the front foot and counter-attack quickly. It all came from, like you said, just a loose touch by James McLean. He's gone to chest that ball down, got a bit too much on it. Swindon very quickly switching onto the front foot. Corner then, right-hand side. All the Swindon players lurk outside or on the edge of the box, since there'll be an in-swinger as it's swept it with height to the far post Austin's under it, nods it into the danger area headed away firmly though by Dolby he'll come back in again though, McKeekran on the left digs in across and wins another corner off Cannon who blocked it so, Swindon continuing to put on some early pressure we're into the 10th minute still nil-nil the home side starting to win some set pieces could be an in-swinger from Hutton everyone back for Wrexham, short corner used, top back to Hutton and he pulls it back to the edge of the area. Crowd tell Cocolo to shoot, he sensibly doesn't, and puts a good ball in, which Cannon in the end gets rid of. Was he clipped? Ref says not. Ref's not complaining. Yeah, ref's given it in the end. Oh, he has? Right, fair enough. Yeah, Cannon did well to get that loose ball first. It was a good ball in by Cocolo, which was knocked down by Kemp. But Cannon was quick to intercept and thump it clear. I feel in the last three or four games we've seen what Phil Parkson was looking to do with Cannon as well. At the start of the season when we used him in the central of the three, he wasn't quite doing that defensive job, and at the time I was screaming for O'Connor in there. But to be fair, you can see the way he intercepts things. It's, it, you can see what, happened, what he planned now. Long kick, McLean is offside. Shame as Dolby managed to get himself one-on-one -on -one with the keeper there. Maybe something we can learn from. Dolby brushed Khan aside very comfortably. Khan's back was to the linesman. The whistle didn't go to after. So Khan didn't realise it was offside, and Dolby comfortably got the better of him physically. It's interesting to me as well, seeing that Swindon look dangerous when they're direct and hit us. Because again, looking at the data, Notts County, as always, are miles away in terms of slow build-up and the number of passes, and Swindon pretty much in, in most of those... Uh, areas are second in the division half Notts County as Clueth is tested heads out as a play but, you know, but they, they look a little bit more direct than I sort of thought they would be yeah you can understand with those stats you saw it um, Kairas earlier in the season as well Dan yeah. Kemp and Jake Young players like that love to have the ball at their feet and love to spread it around and yeah. normally can't be further forward as well yeah absolutely here they come forward again now Swindon with Minton nice first time layoff by Hutton the ball is picked up by Kinsella. Good tackle by O'Connor, but the throw goes against him. Throw out of the edge of the area. Taken quickly. And a chance now for the ball to be fed into the box, although Kemp is hassled well by Lee and can't deliver it in the end. 
It's worked wide again, and now there's a chance for a cross. Ball swept in. Clueth heads it clear well. McLean chases there, does well to get there first, and he's sandwiched. Free kick in the centre circle. If it wasn't so early in the game, and it wasn't for the fact that they both fouled him, that, that's the sort of thing you give you a card, I reckon. Yeah, potentially. Sam Dolby's done really well. He's just spotted what he had to do, which is simply get to the ball first. As soon as he got to the ball first, he was always going to be brought down. And like you said, perhaps later in the game, after a couple more fouls, maybe there would have been a yellow card brandish for that one. Because certainly if he'd run on, it was two on two, essentially. As Toza stands up a diagonal, Dolby nods it down nicely. It's behind McLean. He, can he get there? Yes, he can! One on one with the keeper, and he scores! McLean hits the net! He's been told to get away from the Swindon fan. Oh, is he going to foul? What is that for? Uh, hang on. Is he bucking McLean for over-celebrating? I think he is allowed the goal. The Swindon fans think it's disallowed. He's allowed the he's goal. Allowed the he's goal, just warned McLean yeah. not to uh, put his hand to his ear in front of the Swindon fans yeah. and food him relentlessly. So the Swindon fans are still celebrating and laughing at McLean, but the truth of the matter is their team is losing. James McLean's second goal of his Wrexham clear, and again, Dolby's dominating in the air. He nods it down, and McLean managed to nick it beyond the last defender, one on the keeper, a simple finish for him. Yeah, he's it, just got the wrong side of his man, and then mm. he just had to get a touch, the defender's all flat-footed, mm. and an accomplished finish, two games up front, two goals. Well, yeah, not bad. <laughs> not even two games. He was a sub for one of them, but wow, yeah. But Wrexham taking the lead, and again, it's... It, it, I've got to say, massive credit to Dolby, who's just, he is at the moment bullying the centre-backs in the air. And he's got an assist out of it. It wasn't great defending, it's got to be said. But you have to benefit from that, as Dolby now nods it on, looking for McLean again. It's hooked away. They'll come back in once more, though. Lee is scrapping away midfield, and the Swindon fans sounds quite fractious at the way they can't win that ball. Cannon dinks a lovely, dainty ball to Dolby, who tries to drag it inside and turn his man just gets away from him and Cannon gets a good foot in throwing to Swindon 10 yards short of the halfway line yeah this uh, McLean up front thing suddenly looks like a, something of a stroke of genius doesn't it yeah it was, it was such an accomplished finish but like you said Sam Dolby all about the way he dominated in there poor defending to yeah. allow McLean to get that shot away but he was always going to finish it he is dangerous Kemp tries a long range shot comfortable save for a Conquo again uh, a bit like Lee earlier in the game, he could have carried that on a bit further, and I think he might have been wise to do so, but he tries to test the Concours from 25 yards, and we know that the Concours is very strong in those situations. I mean, most keepers should be. Like, here's Dolby causing problems again. This time, he forces uh, the defender off the ball and creates a loose ball, which wrecks him when, but Lee didn't look up. Mendy had made a run in behind the defence. Lee assumed he was square, and he's put out for the throw-in. But, yeah, Coloco then just couldn't get near the ball, had to let it bounce because Dolby's leaning into him all the time he was the defender he beats as well for the free kick here's Swindon out building from the back, Wrexham a goal up in the 15th minute Khan who's Colin said as a midfielder usually but playing in the centre of a three, feeds it out wise Coloco feeds it forward for Cluth intercepts easily and calmly cushions it down to Cannon Ford now deep in the Wrexham half, looks down the line, decides not to before the course is particularly unruffled when he's on the ball, so he just turns and gets it back to the keeper. And Wrexham starts again. Kluwer does play that ball, looking for McLean. Coloco heads it away. It's brought down and hooked forwards, rather hopefully, by McEachern. And that'll bounce straight through again to a Conquo. Came back and 
made those two massive saves in the first half, of course, against Newport. Yeah, it's saves that other goalkeepers just physically can't make because he's so big. Yeah. Yeah, that first one. I mean, it's a tight angle, but it was nailed into the top corner by Evans, and he just did brilliantly to get his hand onto it. And that second one, just his reach. And those physical advantages are genuinely something as, as a throw in in their own half to Swindon. <clears throat> I always think of Fabian Bartes and then the Campana. You know, Bartes clearly a magnificent goalkeeper, won the World Cup, but eventually United got rid of him because he wasn't quite of that very top level. Because people like Van der Sar and Courtois, and not that I want to put him in the same bracket just yet, Oconquo, with their extra reach, they can just reach those good shots in the corner and save ones you, you know, that great keepers can't if they're not six foot six. But it's a wonderful advantage. You see, I was the best goalkeeper of all time, but I'm only about five for ten, so I never had a prayer. As Cannon's driving forwards, well, great movement by McLean. Open space for Cannon. He works it wide. McLean, good tackle, just under hit the bars. Cannon apologises, but it was a great surge by him and great movement by McLean. Yeah, great movement off the ball by McLean. Absolutely nothing wrong with that pass in terms of just getting something out of it. He's put the asked the question, want to throw in. Now it's the chance of Bentosa to sling one into the penalty area. And Toza will be hoping that Swindon defends long throws like Newport did. Newport were absolutely petrified of his long throws, weren't they? Couldn't deal with them at all. So here he is standing on the pitch covering, throws it in short, in fact. Lee will give it back to him. Lee is available now, level the edge of the box, and he'll get on his right foot, feeds it in cutely, good return part. Oh no, overhit by O'Connor. Lee keeps it in, just, and then he comes out of there. Finds Mendy, Swindon still holding around around the penalty spot. Dolby wants it, ball played in towards him, just too short. But still in there, McLean, uh, McLeweth rather, nods it down. And a foul's given for shirt pulling, which is a shame because, again, the fans don't look, they look physically outmatched at the back, Swindon. That's a good ball out to the right, though, and they've got a chance to break here now. But only has one player ahead of him, Kemp, and the ball doesn't come in for him. Kemp throws his back head off in disappointment, but. I think to be fair to Hutton, it was A, a difficult pass to make, and B, Kemp was threatening to be offside when, it, you know, when Hutton looked up. Yeah, Hutton had done really well to keep that ball in play, but it's always going to be a difficult pass from there. It's Raxon Force, a back pass from the throw-in. So close with Tom O'Connor, who's opted to keep the moustache. A brave call. Dolby coming across just to slow Swindon down, but he can split the centre-backs, just to try and find... Uh, Option coming forwards, but he doesn't like what he sees. And works it back to the keeper, much to Kemp's anger again. He's dropped into midfield to try and prompt Khan now. He's got Kemp outside him as he crosses the halfway line and feeds him on the left-hand side. And the ball is played in towards the edge of the area, read by Kluwer, who wins the throw-in. Shea's getting quite narrow there, the left wing back, and offering himself. But Kluwer is always in control of that. So Wrexham, a goal to the good, 19th minute here at the county ground. Clueth throwing down the line, volleyed clear by McKeeker and off-balance Cannon as well to clear the ball. Now McLean is chasing Minton and gives him a little shove in the back, which ends up with McLean on the floor rather than Minton, to the delight of the Swindon fans. Ward then, the keeper. Just summing up his options, looking up the pitch. Knocks it down the flank again, Kluwerth wins it against Austin. Ford covers the next ball forwards under pressure from Shays. So two players coming in to pressure him and, oh, he very coolly turns away. It was a dangerous part of the pitch. It wasn't totally what he intended, but it kind of came off. 
and now Concord playing it out from the back and Swindon had committed three men forwards and Wrexham are looking to hit them on the breakaway it's Mendy on the left goes back into midfield Cannon feeds it back to O'Connor and Wrexham now will be able to recirculate and just see what Swindon want to do in terms of putting pressure on the ball see on ask Wrexham Jarvis has got Red Star reporting for Boxing Day GC we've got a Impressive range of Wrexham supporting cats as oh Dolby miss hits his pass backwards and Tozer has the head to clear under pressure, but Wrexham clear. Ford wins the header. And James Jones, that's a good idea knocking it down the line. Should be dealt with by Khan, but McLean's put him under pressure and Khan takes a touch. Stuck by the corner flag, tries to hit McLean, doesn't. And has he given it away? Oh, he's lucky there. Kemp gets there 25 yards out. He just I'm sure he was trying to knock that off McLean rather than try and find touch. Or oh, a teammate, he's very lucky. Good tackle in midfield there by James Jones, who played the good ball around the corner. Good to see again, just jo I just I just enjoyed Jones's endeavour. Yeah, he just runs and runs and runs, yeah. doesn't he? You've got James Jones in the men's team, you've got Cara Jones in the women's team, the two Joneses who just between them absolutely just don't know what fatigue means. So is Khan trying to play forwards from the back and Jones again is there intercepting well. Barcode Mark says I've opened a beer, it's Boxing Day and we're winning. Fair enough, <laughs> it speaks well of you that you needed, needed an excuse to be fair. Now Wrexham again looking just to build patiently, Tozer stands over the top looking for Dolby comes a bit too flat so he doesn't get a chance to challenge in the air but it's given away and Mendy who's popped up in the centre midfield has got it great feet by McLean to keep hold of the ball under pressure and now Cannon again is allowed to drive forwards through the middle he spreads it to the left chance now maybe for a cross as Lee waits for Mendy to come in support of him Cannon's made a great run into the corner of the box receives this and Wrexham are pulling Swindon around a bit here Lee has got a chance to switch and he does it quickly drilling it to Jones Ford is outside him Jones trademark efficiency just takes a touch and quickly out to the flank now he gets it back in space he's got two players in the box Wrexham are really pulling it around a good tackle comes in from uh, in midfield by Kinsler and then Jones's pass is inaccurate O'Connor has to go back in his own half to pick it up Swindon fans are getting frustrated roaring that they want their team to step up the pitch his toes are work set wide and O'Connor now will find space on the left to come forward tries an ambitious one for Dolby and Dolby gets there first edge of the area just bounces away from him a little bit and Kokolo did well to intercept and poke his away free kick given against Lee and just stuck his hand out and then beaded McEachran yeah, Dolby did really well to run onto that ball then. His touch, I think, just took him the wrong direction. He could have done with opening himself out a bit more. He said he had to turn back and that gave Cola the chance just to get that touch in. Short free kick taken by Khan. Cola on the left. Feeds it up into the feet of Young. Great tackle that again by Jones. Who's looked for Dolby. Dolby now, was he fouled there? He went down a bit theatrically. And I think the rest right to ignore that. Tried to get in front of Khan, didn't make it, hit the deck, and play continues. Dolby, to be fair, doesn't complain. Swindon then moving it around on the halfway line, looking for McKeekland. Good first touch, takes him beyond Jones, but he lays it off to Austin, and they start again from the right hand side with Hutton. Kinsella. And Wrexham again just box them in and force them back to the halfway line. I don't think people give full credit how organised we are without the ball. We, we have keep good shape. We draw teams into little traps down the flanks. 
and we invite them to either pass it in front of us, which we see quite a lot, or to hit hopeful ones in and our centre-backs can deal with it. The Swindon fans are getting very frustrated, but if I was Swindon, and especially with their data of passing, I would keep doing this. I think that's their best opportunity. Be patient with it. Although Khan tries to drive forward, gives it away. He's lucky the ricochet comes back to him after a good discussion by Lee, and the fans appreciate Khan's endeavour. But yeah, I think Swindon's best opportunity here is to move it about, because when we're in this block, it's the only, uh, being patient and hoping someone falls asleep is the best opportunity, I would say. Yeah, it's something Wrexham have done really well over the last couple of seasons, just prevent those outballs from defence. And it does frustrate opposition teams, it's frustrating the opposition fans now too. As the ball's played forwards, Wrexham do win it back. Cannon had to show some quick feet just to make sure Austin didn't nick it from him on the edge of the area. But Wrexham have control of it now. Swindon have a few players committed in the Wrexham half. Can Wrexham pass their way through it? They're not really pressing, just pop, blocking off the passing channels. And Toza inevitably plays the out ball and Cannon has oh, a cute idea, but doesn't work. Volleys it on because he knew McLean was on the flank, but got too much on it. So it's a cute idea. Yeah, got a thumbs up from James McLean. Mm. He's got far too much on that pass in the end. So here comes Swindon again. Ball fed into midfield. Kinsler works it back out again. Minton on the halfway line goes back to his keeper. You know, the result is loss of the last three, and he just sensed a little bit of a hair trigger. The Swindon fans, it's a sellout home crowd, and just get a little bit frustrated when things slow down. As here now is Minton coming over the halfway, and Wrexham are happy to sit in their defensive shape and invite Swindon to try and work their way through. Worked over to the left-hand side. Shade squares it. Oh, he was—he nearly caught Khan off balance there. He did well to knock it back. Khan is now, as the ball switched to the right-hand side, fed down the line. Interesting idea towards Kemp, who will get there by the corner flag with toes are tight on his back. He's done well. Feeds it back to Hutton, level the edge of the area, taking on Mendy. Good tackle by Mendy. It's a throw-in. Khan is venturing more and more into midfield, sort of summoning the, the ghost of Glenn Hoddle, who played as that sort of wandering sweeper here, of course. The great cross comes in, important head by Toza, and Conquo grabs the loose ball. Gosh, Young was unmarked. Toza just managed to intercept, or it would have been a simple header. Ball back in midfield on the left, Swindon getting some good possession, although a dive means Wrexham get a throw, and... Well, you've, you've got to ask if the ref's convinced that McEachern dived rather than made contact with it, why he hasn't given a yellow card to him. Yeah, but, just moments before that, like you said, such mm. an important touch. And after oh, a Conquo, mm. just about getting hold of it. It wasn't the most convincing grab <laughs> of the ball. Yeah, it was just um, what I was talking about, I suppose. Wrexham could get lose concentration. Oh, it's McLean, is now hassling Minton, who just about gets away with it. He was the last defender, McLean was nipping away at his heels. But yeah, it's just that idea that if you keep the possession and move it about, you could pull shapes, players out of shape and catch them out because Young was totally unmarked six yards out. But luckily for Axon, Toza was able to intercept. Now he can Swindon again with a good spell of possession without creating, but Keekran does well to carry it past Ford and feed it down the line where Young is well tackled by Kluwer. Throwing about 10 yards out, left hand side. They've responded well to going behind Swindon. But their defence does look, it, it's sort of living up to its reputation, it's looking a bit shaky. Throw in taken, short. Kemp turns nicely and goes driving across the pitch, looking for options. Cannon is stuck with him and forced him to play it backwards, and now Minton can come driving forwards. Works it quickly wide to Hutton. 
who has Mendy to beat. Lee comes across to double up. Hutton goes round the outside. Mendy sticks with him well. Jockeys him and again tackles well. Another throw in. That's a quick one was on for a moment as Kinsler made a run, but it's going to be Hutton throwing it in after a bit more consideration. Throws it in short. Mendy intercepts again. Right footed, clears. Not with a huge amount of distance, and it's partly headed away, but Jones quickly knocks it forward too quickly. McLean has no chance of getting to that. Wrexham were able to raise their defensive line, though, again, to about 35 yards out. As here comes Swindon again, Minton feeding it down the flank, and Salah gets a, a lucky free kick, I would say. O'Connor barged in, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, he just leaned in, but probably just a little bit too much. Yeah. It was the linesman that flagged straight away for it on that side. I said Swindon, since going behind, just kept possession. And while it was frustrating their supporters, mm. they've been able to just get a bit of the ball at the feet. And I think Wrexham should have done the same then. James Jones had an opportunity to do so. He's played the early ball and said Swindon have come back on the attack and won this free kick. Yeah, they've just drawn themselves back into the game by calming themselves down, if you will, and making us be a bit more passive. So it was, as we said at the time, the right thing to do. And as a result... Yeah, they're just starting to get on top of this game without yet really threatening Wrexham. Free kick right hand side. An in swinger, left footed, swept in with pace. Dangerously, no one gets a touch goal kick. Ooh, that was nasty. It bounced behind Tozer and Clueth and skidded behind. A couple of players, Austin and Shade, attacked it, but neither of them got too close. But good delivery. Yeah, one of those nasty whipped balls, wasn't it? On his left foot from the right hand side. Yeah, it was really slung in by Kent. So Conquo with the goal kick. Conquo. Right footed. Looks for Dolby jumping with Austin. Interestingly, quite deep Austin to deal with that. It's a shielding Dolby. The ball's bouncing around. They're still fighting for it. And then McLean does really well to get out of the crowd. And Lee is scurrying forward. Finds Mendy breaking through the middle. Right footed shot. And the block takes all the pace out of it. Big shout for handball possibly had justified it was in the D he drove it with power with his right foot and the defender hand down by his side but how close to his side was the question lovely work by McLean and Lee to team Endy up and when he drives it in ooh. it's very close distance isn't it I think that's yeah. probably the only thing that saved him as he erects him again Dolby well on the stretch to poke the ball wide McLean cutting in on the diagonal works it wide to Jones early cross McLean is there oh and he hits it hits the defender and spins away from Dolby another moment of danger again McLean sort of slightly unorthodox movement of the striker and it, it's working isn't it he's coming from all angles yeah absolutely fantastic link up play to get to that opportunity didn't quite get hold of the shot I don't think and in the end just spun wide off the defender and so one of the Swindon players has gone down, is it? McEachran? Goodness me, the injury problems they've been having. And They've already readied the substitute as well down there. Dear me, I mean, what rotten luck they've been having with injuries. But yeah, Wrexham then looking threatening. As McLean looking at the replay, the shot was going wide. But it could easily have dropped to Dolby, who was lurking. It is McEachran who's down. And goodness me, I mean, like I said, their, their luck is just rotten with injuries, astonishingly. I mean, they brought two injured players back into the squad for their last match and felt good about it, and then their keeper did his hamstring. 
but they had to play around as well with food poisoning who they expected to be playing today but he's not in the squad so McEachern is up and walking off without aid but that's not a sign of anything because he is coming off and Swindon have got the substitute readied and it's Tom Brewitt, Tom Brewitt. He scored against Wrexham in that 5-all who didn't score in that 5-all so Brewitt will replace McEachern Goodness me, just rotten luck that they're having. Yeah, from Sunday's point of view, it's such a shame because we've seen seen earlier in the season that they are a good team, yeah, and they're just not getting the opportunity to show it. It's an interesting change though because McEwen was slotted into defence, allowing um, Saibu Khan to start yeah. to stride forward a bit more. And it's a different kind of attack now, although it looks like Brewitt's going to go into defence and Khan's going to be a solid central midfielder now. Looks like it, yeah, interesting. So they're switching it around again. Kukin got, uh, sorry, beg your pardon, Brewis got a heck of a reception from the fans. And continues to, as Shade on the left-hand side now, deep in his own half, has to go back to the keeper. And Ward feeds it out to the right-hand side to Minton. Minton into midfield, here's Brewis' first touch, nice snappy pass down the flank. Hutton's flick didn't quite work, but the Sundan fat crowd are infused by Brewitt being there and his first intervention as Dorby does well. Leaves it for McLean, he tries a volley from 25 yards, puts it way off target. But again, you know, he's looking to do that, isn't he? He's looking to make things happen. Again, though, Dolby just bullying the centre-backs. Yeah, Sam Dolby's completely dominating up there at the moment, creating the opportunity, playground rules, James McLean had to hit it there. <laughs> yeah. If it had gone in, then goal of the season is sorted, isn't it? As here now, McLean is really hassling Coloco, and Coloco does brilliantly to turn him and get out from there. Feeds it into midfield, and it's Shade helping it inside. Khan now playing as a central midfielder, helping it on. Kinsler seemed to almost stumble over the ball there, but they've kept possession comfortably. Khan again now on the halfway line. Feeds it out to the right-hand side. Hutton has got a runner down the line and looks for him in Kinsler. O'Connor as well, slams the door shut. Throwing. 25 yards out, taking quickly back to the halfway line. Minton. Chips it in. That's a nice ball towards Kemp, but Jones attracts his runner as well. O'Connor can't get the ball clear though. Austin works it wise, Hutton takes a touch, him against Mendy again, shapes to go onto his left, then cuts onto his right, tries to go around the outside of him, again Mendy sticks tight to him and dispossesses him, and Lee feeds it forward, Stolby will be beaten to it, and the ball's knocked backwards, but I've got to say thus far Mendy against Hutton is very much going in Mendy's favour, the way he's keeping tight to him and stopping him from the room to cross is terrific. Here's Khan dropping off into his own half, turns, Drives through the centre circle, works it to the right, Kinsler keeps it moving and it's Hutton against Mendy again. Hutton's such an important attacking player for Swindon. Again, Lee's come across to help, so it's squared to Khan, then to Kemp, 25 yards out. Oh, he's looking to make something happen, but O'Connor intercepts. Nice header to Dolby, taken nicely by Lee then, and McLean is slammed from behind by Brewitt, and they have words with each other. Brewitt throwing his hands to the sides to say, I never did anything. Yes, he did. <laughs> Free kick in the halfway line. Swindon fans loving it. O'Connor tries to catch Swindon out with a quick ball out to Cluith. Ford now. Working it back into his own half. 35th minute. And it's 1-0 to Wrexham and McLean against Brewitt. So it looks like Brewitt has decided he wants to 
make a bit of a name for himself by roughing McLean up and provoking him. That's going to be worth watching. The Conquo on his right foot stands it up again for Dolby against Coloco and again Dolby backing in wins it bounces away from him no Khan gets to it it ricochets kindly for Kemp but again Cannon good energy chases him and forces him to pass backwards and ooh little shove in the back for Cannon who was shoving Kemp off the ball as well and then a well done O'Connor robs the ball away and Wrexham have a chance to break once more Lee is forced backwards Wrexham still have it O'Connor whose interception started this little move, Cannon in the centre circle, keeps it moving to the right, Cleworth plays it round the back, that's a great looking ball, McLean too quick for Coloco, he drags back on his left foot, stabs it just out of the reach of Jones who was unmarked on the edge of the area, that was a chance and he just didn't quite get the pass right, as Cleworth does well to win that ball in midfield and now Cannon's driving forwards and Swindon looking a bit exposed, Cannon squares it, Lee, Mendy's gone ahead, Lee uses him as a decoy, cuts inside, hits the shot and puts it wide to the right post, look that far wide good strike that and Wrexham again really looking dangerous when we come forwards yeah absolutely just before that just needed the correct ball into the box and it'd been a big opportunity said Elliot Lee working space onto his right foot Lewis Ward looked comfortable but interesting if that guy had a little bit more bend on it how comfortable he would have looked then absolutely Wrexham really looking sharp when coming forwards and like we said before we started you know two is the most he scored away from home which does feel surprising and you wouldn't think that looking at us here he is Ford winning it well in midfield. Holding Griffin in the middle of the pitch. It's a good ball by Toza. Cannon now squaring at Wrexham. Running riot in the middle of the pitch. Lee has got all sorts of options. Spreads it. Picked up by Cannon. Ford's unmarked outside him. Cannon shoots instead. And it's always going a foot wide. Ford, yeah. I think, was the ball, wasn't he? Yeah, Ford was, I think he was Elliot Lee's target as yeah. well. El Andy Cannon's done really well to pluck it out of the sky. Still could have played the pass out to mm. Anthony Ford, but in the end got his shot wrong. Don't blame him shooting. He's just wants to get a touch, get a little bit of space in his right foot. He's in form in all fairness in yeah. front of the goal, but not on that occasion. Absolutely. So it was a, yeah, I agree. Lee, I think, was looking to hit Ford. And Cannon was in the shooting position, but just didn't quite get hold of it. Now it's Austin deep in his own half, hassled by Cleworth. He was uh, doing to Austin what Austin's planning to do them, and Cleworth in the end, well, I think Cleworth won a throw at the edge of the area then, but the lines was right there, he's given it Swindon's way. Yeah. Looks like a double ricochet. Max Cleworth wanted that throw in as well, but fantastic pressing high up the pitch. Forcing he, Charlie Austin all the way back. He's not scared of Charlie Austin, is he, to be fair? Austin did score at the race course, of course, from a set piece in that mad five-all draw as he touches that one on. But it's won back by Ford. Wrexham are having a good spell here as Cannon, who loves driving the ball forwards, does so again. Finds Lee in the centre circle. McLean has dropped off. Lee is calm and waits for O'Connor to arrive on his left shoulder. He feeds it on the back of the fence. Mendy offside. Ooh. Ooh. That must sure. have been very tight. Very tight indeed. I've got to be honest, I wasn't really even asking myself, is he offside as the ball was played? No, it looked like he timed his run perfectly, didn't it? It's a good early kick by the keeper. And Young has brought it down and is running at Toza. Toza's managed to get a foot to it at least. It's squared. Kemp can shoot to me. Can't because Cannon gets an excellent tackle in. Swindon again with the ball. Left hand side. Shade has got Coloco trying to accelerate, but Shade has burst down the flank and brilliantly to get across in. Mendy heads it clear comfortably. Kinsler nods it square. Hutton now. 25 yards out, right hand side. 
sweeps in the cross, Toza heads it away, now Dolby lays it off nicely to Cannon, good return ball, two against three, McLean's making a great run for Dolby, but Coloco blocked off the passing lane, so Dolby has to go square, Ford, nice pass, good vision, Cannon on the halfway, it's tight in there, but Jones takes a good ball to Dolby, plays the first time round the corner, McLean around the back of the defence, he slows down, waits for support, Dolby's there now, McLean hits the goal line, pulls it back and wins the corner, Goodness, mate, we are combining well up front. We're really pulling them apart. And, you know, from in terms of the quality, the way we're getting into positions, frustrating. We've not worked to keep them more, to be honest. No, absolutely. Combinations are exactly what's working for Rex and Dolby and McLean. Fantastic wavelength together up front. But not just that, Ford, Jones, Cannon all getting involved in that attack as well. McLean then with the in swinger. Signals. Sweeps it in, left-footed into a dangerous area, important header by Austin. He'll come back in again, there was Ford under no pressure, picks it up and stands it up towards the far post, toes is there, keeper's coming though, and he takes that comfortably without any challenge. Only one player up front, Kemp, and he looks for him early. Mendy backpedals and heads it away well, and Wrexham were quicker than Swindon getting out of the Swindon half, so we pick up the second ball easily, the Swindon fans angry at that. Lee sweeps it across, and now they've sat in their mid-block and allowed Wrexham room to move it around in midfield. Lee's in acres of space between the lines, and great lunging challenge by Minton to stop him. And the ball's fed back to Oconquo. Ford just gave Minton the sight of the ball there, that pass. He could have played it more conservatively and, and hit Lee comfortably. As it is... We're into the last five minutes of the a first half, which, like I say, I think Wrexham would be frustrated not to have scored more in. Not to work the keeper more, like you said, because yeah. the build-up play has been fantastic. Mm -hmm. Dolby increasingly strikes me as a dream to play alongside up front. His toes are skims one, and Dolby again flicks it on McLean. On the chase, keeper will just get there first. But, yeah, he's, um, you know, thinking back to that Mansfield game and the way all the little one-touch layoffs from Mullin. He just, he just wants to combine with people. He's increasingly aware of what goes on around him. And I think these are qualities as have developed as he's been at Wrexham and as he's matured as a player. Yeah, absolutely. I do think people forget that he's still so young. He's had yeah. such a long career already. He was our young player of the season last season. and I forget which player it was now, but earlier in the year, one of the senior players saying he's one of the most underrated players in the squad. And that's high praise, and hopefully fans are starting to work out just what he offers to the team up there. Oh, precisely. As that's a good ball out by the keeper to pick out Coloco. The centre-back has frankly looked a bit more happy coming forwards than he has in his penalty area. He's won a throw. Shade has got the ball in his hands, 25 yards out. Brewitt is demanding it on the halfway line. Shade wants to look forwards, I think. Young is offering on the corner of the box and receives it. But a poor touch by him and Toza takes it from him. Ford back to the Wrexham skipper who puts his boot through that looking for Dolby. And even though he got pushed in the back, he still wins the header. It'll bounce through to the keeper. Brewitt now, just looking around for movement, remember at half-time there's scope to go through lots of Ask Wrexham questions, trying to throw some at us, I've seen some nice ones already, just now here comes Minton working it down the right-hand side, Hutton, that's a good idea but a poor execution, he was looking to send Kemp free in the box, O'Connor was comfortable and gets it clear, scraps in midfield now till Mendy wins it well, well taken on the chest by Lee, he switches it swiftly to Cluith, Ford is outside him and get, receives it on the halfway line, Jones, good movement by him, good interchange by Wrexham, Ford goes backwards, nothing to be fair, this close to half time, he didn't want to take any risks, but it was nice circulation in midfield by Wrexham then, 
Kluwer finds himself up on the right-hand side now. He's going to go back to his usual station. Jones at the halfway line. Good ball to the feet of Dolby, and again he tries that first-time layoff. Ford claims rather cheekily that it was a thin outside edge off Shade, but it wasn't. And Shade quickly takes the throw and gets it back. Put under pressure by Ford. Wrexham suddenly putting a bit of pressure on Brewitt. Quickly shifts it out to Minton before he can be challenged by McLean. And Minton helps her over again. A hopeful early ball by Hutton, though. Well, it's just by Cannon. He's done really well in midfield. McLean's tackled well by Minton, though. And now the ball is fed back to Brewitt by Austin. He did well to tidy up in midfield there. Over the halfway line comes Cloco again. Shade is ahead of him drives down the line to make space for Austin who's a bit deeper and he switches player now Swindle will come down the right Rexham just shuffle across and there wasn't a great deal of urgency in Minton's passing either Swindon begin again in the centre circle Khan allowed to turn because Rexham have dropped off into that familiar defensive mid block ball picked up on the left hand side again by Coloco sweeps it into the box and a header towards goal which is fielded rather than saved by Oconquo Young got his head to it outside the box and has looped it up in the air he bowls the ball out to O'Connor now we're into the last minute of the half O'Connor crosses the halfway line Mendy's down the line so too is McLean he goes backwards toes on that Wrexham happy to just move this around and wait for gaps to appear. Working it around at the back as Toza has got Jones Jones in space between the lines. Pops it off first time to Cannon. Cannon doesn't see anything forwards that is attractive, but Lee's worked a good run forwards here. Great ball to find it by Connor, and he hits the shot. Oh, he's put it wise. Took a deflection. And that might have saved Swindon. That was great, wasn't it? Just calm, yeah. slow passing, and then bang, you strike. Exactly what you need to do when you're leading a game like this. Just control the possession, wait for that opportunity. Elliot Lee, fantastic run. His eyes must have lit up as that dropped for him, and the deflection took it wide. Yeah, Lee hit it well. The deflection took it off target. Lovely pass by O'Connor to find him. And as it dropped, he nailed it, but the defender got close, to be fair, Minton, and it hit his back and span away. Here's the corner from McLean. Swept into the far post, keeper punches, stretching over the teammate. Cannon heads it back in there. It's cleared by Khan, but O'Connor spreads it wide. Just not enough on that as he has. Carries it to McLean. McLean now takes on and beats Kemp and drives in across and wins another corner. The crowd were angry with Kemp. They felt he should have beaten McLean to it. Yeah, you called it yourself. It didn't look to be quite enough on that ball. He didn't James fancy tackling McLean, no. though, did he? James McLean in control. Really good delivery now. So McLean with the in-swinger. Sweeps it beyond the far post this time. Toes are beaten to it. It drops off a defender and is just saved from going behind for another corner. Hacked deep into the crowd. We've had a minute of added time. Oh, Wrexham suddenly put under pressure there. Mendy did well to deal with that and feed it back to Oconquo. Yeah, Mendy's pace has got him out of trouble and he just made a mess of what seemed to be a simple ball back up, back up front, so... Yeah, I didn't see what was added on. I can't imagine it's too much. Two, was it? Right, so we're well past that as Dolby again wins ahead of Jones is chasing. McLean two, putting pressure on, but the throw goes to Swindon. Yeah, Wrexham are well worth this lead. No question. As the throw-in is taken back to Ward. Ward who's been good with the ball at his feet, feeds it out wide to the right-hand side. 
Well driven forwards off Mendy and there is the half-time whistle. Wrexham leading 1-0, 13th minute goal by James McLean after excellent work by Dolby and that unorthodox, unexpected front two has really given Swindon's back three a, a lot to chew on. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a fantastic half for Wrexham. A shame we're not leading by more. But if you were Phil Parkinson, the message is surely just more of the same in that second half. Sam Dolby not just playing well for himself, occupying defenders, working opportunities for James McLean. It's no surprise in that regard that it, the goal came from that exact attack. Elliot Lee creating pockets of space. Andy Cannon again looking so impressive. The combinations, you said it yourself, combinations working so well for Wrexham. I think the key now is just to keep it up for another 45 minutes. Exactly. So the second goal didn't come, which is a real shame for Wrexham because we've been playing in such a manner that we could easily have achieved that. But having said that, yeah, it's been a good performance. It's been a performance full of threat, but still, it's an away game, and we just get that one goal. Looking at some of the highlights of the half, the goal, Dolby nodding it down. Khan missed his interception, and McLean beat Minton, who really didn't make the best efforts. His body shape was all wrong, and McLean turned him and hit the net. Yeah, the just, two of them just caught flat-footed, weren't yeah. they? He's completely the wrong position. James McLean, the striker's finish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he did very well. Good alert play by both of them. Dolby with the flick on, and then McLean created the easy chance and slotted it home calmly in the bottom left corner with the keeper exposed he got told off by the referee's celebration which the Swindon fans thought was the goal being disallowed and they were all a bit disappointed our own little version of League 2 VAR and then see Dolby's domination in the air has been terrific though and when Swindon lost his, his shape yeah McLean was in yeah, it's not obviously it's not their first choice back three and a player like Sam Dolby must be an absolute nightmare for a player who's not used to playing in those positions like Carnes for example. Oh absolutely. Sundon have not had that much coming back at us. Set piece swept in which bounced all the way through. Maybe their their best moment so there was another possible dangerous bones and the crosses put in and Toza was able to get ahead to it before it carried through to Young. But Wrexham did make chances. Jones looking to sweep the ball back for McLean, whose shot was deflected. It was going wide, but he's easily the deflection just sat it up for Dolby to finish. It was a nice move between McLean and Jones, working a 1-2 into the box. And then McLean didn't quite get hold of it, but the deflection could have gone anywhere. And it was a presentable chance for McLean if he got his boot through it. So Wrexham won up a half-time and worth it, but it's not quite... Uh, it's not finished yet, obviously. I was looking at that big match at the top of the table, Barrow leading Stockport 2-1. They un look unstoppable, they are, of course, coming to us next. Wimbledon will be a bit concerned to be drawing 0-0 with Sutton. I think Gillingham Crawley and Mansfield Grimsby are full-time scores, I believe. So Mansfield won at home to Grimsby, Crawley won away to Gillingham. And then Bradford were in fine form, losing 2-0 at home to Morecambe was something of a shock. Newport losing 2-0 at home to Forest Green in a massive game at the bottom of the table. That's a that's a, a bit of an eyebrow raiser. Wrexham have had 46% of the possession, but I would posit they've used it rather better. In fact, the park's accuracy slightly in Wrexham's favour and the shots massively in Wrexham's favour. Eight shots by Wrexham, two by Swindon. 
to summed up what we were saying though, they just haven't worked the goalkeeper Lewis Ward yeah. enough, just that one goal on target yeah. so far, a yeah. couple of deflections but otherwise just shots that weren't even close really either, some of the ones that will be in those off-target shots. Yeah, so Wrexham need a, a bit more ruthlessness up front, but not much longer. taste experience from barrels charred black by fire for notes of butterscotch, toasted oak and ooh, moments like this. broken. Taking matters into your own hands. Assembling big dreams from the small things. Never stopping until you find the right part at the right price. That's the eBay way. Hello, football fans. This is a smart meter display. It helps you tackle energy usage, manage your spending, and keep you on target. Now that's a hat trick. Search Get a Smart Meter today. Jameson Black Barrel unlocks a richer taste experience from barrels charred black by fire for notes of butterscotch, toasted oak and ooh, moments like this. Southport and Andy Morrell scored. I think it was Andy Morrell, but Southport's floodlights are so weak that you couldn't see a thing at night, and nobody knew who'd scored. It genuinely it wasn't a case of a crowded goalmouth. It was just it was so dark on the far side of the pitch, nobody could quite make out who it was. And I said it was Mangan based on just the fact that he was playing left side of the attack, and that was where I think he would be. Um, all the people heard me saying that because nobody else had a clue. They all went with Mangan. It all got sent out with Sky and everything, the PA data. It was Morel. Um, <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, it gets wrong sometimes. And let's see, also we had 
Uh, interesting question from Steve Kunsley, which I don't think we can properly answer, but it's an interesting discussion. Does McLean's skill up front affect our approach to the January transfer window? I mean, I think there's sort of two questions there. One we can't really answer, which is what will Parkinson do in the transfer window? I mean, you've got to get... You know, it's very tempting, isn't it, Colin, for football fans to think it's like football manager and you can just uh, just just shuffle people around. But in actual fact, it's not. I mean, I know for Phil Parkinson has said he, he was looking at the start of the summer, at the end of the summer, to, to give Bickerstaff a loan, but it had to be to the right sort of club. There's no point in just sending him out somewhere. It's got to be a club that play in a similar manner to us and of a, a, a level that will help him to develop rather than below him. Um, and then again, in order to do that, you, you have to do the same again, one would assume. He's got to look at Billy Waters, for example, as well. There's lots of different things to slot in before you really totally can finalise your transfer window plans, you know, with registration. But then as well, I mean, for me, though, OK, so that part's difficult to answer because you'd have to be in Parkinson's mind. But also, I think McLean being able to play up front is a great extra option but we do have quite a lot of strikers up already. So I don't think McLean doing this alters anything, but I think what we'll actually do in the January window is, is up in the air in a sense, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's a fair way of answering it. To answer the question just as it is on the page there, does this go up front effect approach to it? I don't think it has any bearing whatsoever on what Bill Parkinson would be thinking. I'd be surprised if we are looking up front because we've got plenty of options there. And as you said, it's a question of who's going to leave before we bring people in as well. We've got 25 senior players and we can only register 22 of them for league games. Beyond that, you know, I'm sure we are. Well, I know we're looking. We always are. We've got scouts at many, many games. Can Phil Parkinson himself will go out and watch people or will listen, have a conversation with Chris Johnson about opportunities to bring people in. But he's always, always been so thorough with that preparation. You have to not just be a player that can play on the pitch, but also the right sort of character and things like that. And we have a squad of characters who absolutely fit what we're trying to do with football club at the moment. As we've said before the game, players that you can rely on in Max Clues, case and Bentosis previously, just slot into a lineup at a minute's notice and, and put in some fantastic performances. That sort of characteristic is just as important as what they can offer in the the sort of the stats, the clean stats that people see without watching the matches. And that is something that really, really strikes me. Um, you look at I mean, we talked about Lee earlier, and uh, you know, for me, if I, if I sort of paint dispassionately the picture of Lee coming to Wrexham, it's a player who has plenty of experience at championship level, a player who clearly, in terms of ability, should not be anywhere near the National League. And we bring him in, we don't even make him first choice immediately, and he wants to play as a 10, but it doesn't fit our system. We try that a bit, it doesn't really work, more because of the system than him. So we tell him, you are going to be a, a number eight working up and down. That's the sort of situation if you don't look into the personality where your player turns around and says, excuse me, I'm a big time Charlie. You bought me to be just the, the, the cherry on the top of the cake. I don't do tracking back, I don't do all that rubbish. But Lee instead, well, it looks to be absolutely loving the fact that he, he, he does the roll his sleeves up and there are some games where he doesn't get into position to create, he doesn't care because he's part of the team, he loves the club, he loves the journey, and there's, there's no notion of dissent from him at all, is there? No, oh, absolutely. And, you know, hopefully supporters have seen some of the videos we've been put out over Christmas that really showcase Elliot Lee in particular, that character he has behind the scenes too. He's always got a smile on his face, I've never seen him without one. 
and having people like that makes such a difference because they bring the whole team up around you as well. Yeah, exactly. So, speaking of that midfield as well, Ben Parker. So I don't know much about the technicalities, but I work in the midfield today. It looks really well controlled. I think there's, you know, I, I don't want to be simplistic about it, but my immediate thought on that is, yeah, we, we keep buying good players of a higher level. They, they all know how to combine with each other. I'm, I'm thinking of times in the National League where we'd have some players who come through a Premier League academy and some who hadn't, and you could just see they were on such different wavelengths. But now we've got players who've got a lot of League One championship and beyond experience, and these are just players who know, oh, I bet so-and-so is going to make that run now, and there's been a lot of quick passing, and I feel it's been what it's helped us to do in the first half is a Swindon have a poor defence, it's ravaged by injuries as well, even more so now. And so the midfield, I think, instinctively want to drop off a bit and to protect that defence. When they see us pinging it around like that, around them, they do so even more. And that releases often quite a lot of space between the lines, between their strikers and their midfielders, for us to do that even more. But, yeah, the, I th uh, to me, the interchange is just an indication of quality as well as good coaching. Yeah, absolutely. You said the word yourself in commentary, combinations, and the three of them in midfield, Andy Cannon, Elliot Lee, James Jones, they're not just good on the ball, they're constantly moving as well, constantly moving around, and they always, like you said, know where each other's going to be too. And that goes to the players behind them, spreading the ball to them, and also the players up front having to hold it up and sometimes bring them into the game as well. Yeah, exactly, because, you know, I'm I sort of talking about the midfielders then, but of course... Times just to spot the space that another player's made with a run uh, and fill it. You know, for example, that this match, when Cannon drove down through the middle of the pitch and McLean was ahead of him, and so McLean realizes I'm going to pull out wide now, so that drags the centre back out with him. Or, or no, I think it was the centre mid, and all of a sudden Cannon had an extra 15 yards he could run into because of Cannon's movement. And it's just that sort of intelligence. And, and if I'm honest, it's why it's always so much better to be at the game than watching it on TV. Not that I'm saying don't stream it, because that's beyond you won't get in at the race course anyway. Unless you're very lucky. But um, but it's just so it's great, and especially in, in a stadium like this where we're high up and looking at the whole pitch, just to watch that movement and see where people are being dragged around. And see what people are trying to do. It's a, it's always a, an honour. I was fine just to see that and, and be able to see what people are up to. My, my shameful admission, which not a football fans now, you now tell me off for. If I wasn't commentating, a long time we didn't do any commentaries in away games. I'd go to the games, but I, I tended not to go in the away end because I wanted to see what actually happened. I'd try and get a ticket in the home end along the side and keep my mouth shut because I, I just like see, I like knowing what's going on. The number of thrashings I've been to away from home well I've coped with it because if I see it happen I can mentally get my head around it rather than you know behind the goal not being able to see properly why exactly what the hell are we doing on that other end you know so yeah there's a lot of other wonderful Ask Wrexham questions I need to dive into those but the teams are about to restart so here we go Wrexham feed it back to O'Connor I'll try and get back to them O'Connor immediately driving it long looking for Dolby in the air backing and he's won that again McLean's after this it could drop to Cannon it's a first time blocked comes back out again shot comes in blocked again oh and it ricochets clear Jones it was with the first one see I don't get them all right do I and now a chance for Swindon to break as Kemp burst forward he's got the two strikers in support Wrexham are three back defending core cross O'Connor oh it's a poor chest by him and Young gets a shot Tulsa gets the blocking wow this is the sort of start to a half that Leads to a 5-5 scoreline, eh? 
Yeah, all action straight from the start. That ball fell so nicely for James Jones. Sam yeah. Dolby again winning the header. It's gone across the penalty area. Fantastic block by the Swindon defender. Then to get the follow-up from Andy Cannon. Tom O'Connor's chest not so good at the other end. Bento's for a brilliant block for Wrexham. Swindon take the throw and go backwards. Wow, what a start of the half that was. Khan. Goes back to zone, gets it wrong actually, but obviously there's no danger. And Brewis can't reach it. Gets it back from the keeper. Breath of the stuff there. It was good cover by Toza. Young, like you said, scored a lot of goals this season. Needs no invitation to have a go. As our oh, good work, Lee in midfield wins the ball off Kinsella and then gets a free kick as he's his ankle is hooked. Takes it quickly. O'Connor squaring it to Toza. Just a replay there. Jones really looked and nailed it towards the bottom left corner. Big, big block that was. All okay from Dolby again. We were talking yeah. about just before about the, the work he's doing for his teammates. Outstanding, isn't it? Toza feeds it. Mendy has cut inside again. That we saw him doing that quite a lot last couple of games, and it's tempting to think, yeah, it's because he's coming in onto his stronger foot. It was Dolby spins his man, and McLean will get there first on the left flank, back heels acutely. Here's Lee squaring a cannon in space, 25 yards out. Just has to scurry, but he helps it on. Ford now. The chance to cross, feeds Jones, Jones out wide, Clueth now over the edge of the area, he crosses, dangerously, and it's a save, oh that should have been a goal, Elliot Lee went for it with his head, maybe should have just gone for it with his foot, he stooped quite low, he was all on his own facing the keeper, and Ward's just kept swindling in the game there. Fantastic cross by Max mm. Clueth on the overlap down that right hand side, Elliot Lee hasn't missed many this season, you would have put your money on him scoring that one too. Absolutely, as a return ball to McLean, there's great tackle, denies him on the edge of the area, but Wrexham piling on the pressure here. It's Cleworth coming forwards again, Ford's outside him, pulls it back to Jones, Cannon wants it and gets it 25 yards out, Cannon drives between two men easily, gets into the box, works it wide, nice angle for Ford, stands up to the far post just beyond his target, headed clear by Austin, back defending again, O'Connor picks it up, works it to the edge of the box, Lee... Still stinging after missing that chance, turns his shirts, pulled is it? No, referee plays on and O'Connor with nearly a perfect return pass to him. Wrexham in the corner. Wow, Wrexham really ripping at them. Throw, throwing, is it? I thought it gone out. Well, it's, a corner. it's a throw, which Toes is going to take from level the edge of the area. Yeah, very interesting. It's two of our centre-halves getting involved in the attacks as well. Max Clue for the cross beforehand and then Tom O'Connor right on the edge of the penalty area. Toes has found a spot with a big run-up here. He hurls it in towards the edge of the six-yard box, headed partly away. McLean's chasing and wins that. Now he's fouled his man. Physical contact on Kemp. Kemp went down. Ref decided it was enough contact. Yeah, Kemp knew what he was doing, didn't he? Yeah. Feel McLean coming behind him. Looking at his cross again by Max Clue. A fantastic overlapping mm. run. Vicious ball across the six-yard area. And, well, Ooh, anywhere else, and at least scored yeah. it. He's stooping slightly, but it is a header. I thought it might come a bit lower than that. And well, Lee's very good in the air, and he'll be well. I think any player will be disappointed to miss that chance, but certainly Lee will be because, despite you know, his despite his height, he's got excellent heading technique. And that was a real miss. Hutton now has got Mendy isolated, but Mendy does not let him get the cross in. Goes for the corner. Not a goal kick. Oh, big, oh, double ricochet. Yeah. I thought Mendy slowed down a bit there as the ball was rolling over the line. But wow, what a start by Wrexham again, and again the first chance here, Dolby heading it on, defender had a full stretch, had it cleared, Jones drilled it in, blocked, his, and then Cannon from further out really made good contact with that, but it was dropped, blocked as well. 
Yeah, we've seen James Jones arrive in those positions before, haven't we? He loves arriving late at the edge of the penalty area. Scored two goals against Swindon yeah. at the Stoke Gairas earlier this season. McLean unlucky. O'Connor's passed down the line to him. Gets a thumbs up from McLean, but he didn't look favoured to get there. Terrific pace to get there, but he just couldn't control his first touch because he was going so fast through into Swindon. Lever at the edge of their own area, right-hand side. Hutton will take it. Throws towards the halfway line, Austin heads it square, rather, and Jones gets there first, an awkward one, so he can only head it on, and it's picked up by Coloco, works it wide, Shade has it as Coloco tries to continue his run ahead of him. Squared to Khan, Coloco's running around the back of the fence, the centre-back now, and it's not a bad idea by Khan, but Kluwer read it well. Works it back to Oconquo, who clears down the right flank. It'll go out eventually for a throw. Ball goes back to Ward. Dolby is chasing him. Not him, McLean, big run. Nice worked over to the right. Good pace by Minton to get over the halfway line. He lifts over, looks offside as Hutton chases, and Conco's there easily anyway. And he's immediately released this, and Wrexham are looking to move it around from the back as Hutton runs back into position. Tozer has space to come forward. Quite a high line from Swindon. Tempts Tozer into the good diagonal to Lee on the left flank. Two men on him. Second man tackles him well. But then gives it away. Can't lucky it ricochets out of play. And the referee was just stopping play for a moment. That's why. The linesman's tying his shoelace, something a while right. behind it. <laughs> well, that's supposed to be fair. If the linesman doesn't catch it. 12,271 is the attendance. 1,435 at home. Oh, Away, sorry. That's a fantastic oh. effort on Boxing Day, isn't it? Really oh, yeah. wasn't a kind fixture that came out for this one for yeah. Exxon fans. 1,400 people to travel away on Boxing Day to support the yeah, team. Yeah. Fantastic effort. Well, we were saying beforehand it's a traditional day for football, but it's usually a traditional day for a fairly local game. And look over the fixtures, you won't see many longer journeys in this. Brilliant effort. Here's Kemp running from deep, trying to take on James Jones. Gets to the corner of the box, Jones won't let him pass. The cross is blocked easily in on the edge of the box by Cannon. Then Jones over the top, looking to use the pace of McLean, who's bearing down on Minton. Minton gets their first place, the back pass. Of course, McLean keeps chasing. And in the end, has to go off as Ward feeds it across the other flank. The ball's picked up by Khan, who doesn't like the lack of movement, so he goes backwards. As I see on our scratch some kilted fussy fans saying that he'll go in the, the whole men's and rarely keeps quiet but tries to be polite. <laughs> it's fair enough, yeah. It's uh, You've got to be careful, just in case. I've got a great story about sitting in the, the home end of Man City, but I, I can't. I haven't got time to tell it now. Just to reassure you, Colin, that City, the City fans came out with it with credit. Don't worry. As Wrexham win the ball back, a rather necessary back heel by Shade. And now the ball's fed up towards Lee, who nutmegs Khan. Great vision by Cannon, speeds across to the left-hand side. We've got Mendy on the overlap as McLean has it. McLean is waiting and then clips it towards Dolby, doesn't quite pick him out though, and Hutton tidies it up. Rexon still looking so threatening going forwards with the ball's work down the line. O'Connor, tight on Austin, causes a ricochet and then goes in on that one. 
And the throwing goes Swindon's way. Both managers were shouting for it. I had no idea, to be fair. Tough one for the ref. Just before that, James McLean's space on the left-hand side. I just don't think Sam Dolby made the run he was expecting him to do. Yeah, yeah. There was a bit of space if he'd come across his man and taken it into his feet. He never really committed to that run, unfortunately. Yeah, he's just holding on and holding on. Was Niels Kahn's caught in possession here. Now McLean driving through the middle. Dolby to his right. Takes on his man. Tackles got in. McLean still goes, though. Pulls the ball back in. Loose ball spins to Jones. Oh, and he tries it the first time and slices it. I understand why he went for it first time, because it's going across him. But with the spin put on it from the deflection, that was a very difficult skill he was attempting, but it was a chance. Yeah, absolutely. Big opportunity. But James Jones had a bit more time than I think he realised then. Mm. He could have brought the ball down. He had Sam Dolby inside him as well if he'd wanted to use it. The deflection very kind. James Jones alert to that one. Yeah, it was always reaching. Very, very difficult to wrap mm. his boot round it from there. As Wrexham continues to put pressure on on the edge of the Swindon area, the referee helps out and gives a foul of McLean. Challenge, he's not happy about that. Lost a huge amount of contact on Minton, but referees more often than that will give those because the consequence will be a goal and a big argument, which they'll have to justify. So Ward spots up the kick, we'll take it in a moment. I remember what the answer to question was. I wanted to get back to a half time, and I'll get to it in a little bit, but. As the kick is taken, let's see what happens here. O'Connor jumps with Austin. They both miss out, and it's picked up well by Young on the right-hand side. Wrexham get their shape back quickly, and a sloppy ball by Hutton. He's lucky. Van Khan, he's helped on nicely to Kemp now. 25 yards out, helps it across again to the left-hand side. Shade shuffles into the box, taking on Ford, gets on his right foot. Brilliant return pass. Coloco drives in the cross. Good block by Cannon initially. The ball bobbling around in the six-yard box, and O'Connor gets it clear for a throw by the corner flag. And that's as bad as threatening as Swindon have got so far. Yeah, absolutely. Hugely important touch by Tom O'Connor. Mm. His young had just peeled off him at the back post, looking yeah. to get in had he not made that interception. So a throw on the left. Young starts to offer short, but then drops back into the goal mouth. Swindon fans making themselves be heard. It's a short throw. And it goes for a Wrexham throw, and that was a bit of a waste off uh, Coloco. And Wrexham would be happy with that as just a... The atmosphere, just like a pin going into a balloon when just all just drifted away. The question I was going to come to, I can't remember who asked it now, was about McLean's celebration. And I first need to say that the, the comment said he'd been booked. I didn't think he was booked, was he? I think he was just warned to get away. Uh, and the question asked is, oh, here it is. It's kilted footy fan again, actually. Um, given a warning on, well, oh, was it? I think it was an early one as well. Anyway, so when they got it back, I'll come back to that in a second. And... The ball has worked over to the left-hand side, and Shade has got a chance maybe to come forwards, feeds it to the feet of Young, who's out on the flank, turns well to get beyond Kluwerth, and then nutmegs forward as well, good run, Kluwerth stuck with him though, and he gets a good foot in, throwing by the corner flag to Swindon again, good recovery by Kluwerth. Shade will uh, be very keen to do better than last time, he does, throws it back into midfield, and... A long-range shot is attempted, decent effort, but always going wide. A Conquo went down and had it comfortably covered. But it was uh, the reason Shades didn't mess up the throw-in is because um, Coloco took it to Shades. <laughs> so that made it doubly safe. Yeah, the question was saying, is the ref allowed to do that? Well, I mean, yeah, because you over-celebrate a goal, it is a yellow card. 
and you've got to be very, very careful doing that sort of thing, quite frankly. The famous example, of course, of Neil Ashton at Stockport, scoring two goals and getting sent off because both times he went to celebrate with the crowd and was pulled into the crowd by Wrexham fans, and that, if you go into the crowd, that's an automatic yellow. So, yeah. And the ball's played down the line to McLean. He's got to run inside him by O'Connor. McLean can't pick him out, though. He tries to turn and is dispossessed. The ball's cleared. Tozer nods it down. Lee in the midfield. Good balance to find O'Connor. O'Connor quickly out to Cannon. Wrexham, lots of one and two-touch passing by Wrexham, which is what we were talking about in the half-time. Makes it so impressive. He shifted to Clivers. That's a great ball down the right channel. Dolby now. Nobody in the box for him, though. No. So he has to hold her up. Pulls it back and Jones tees it up for Ford. First time cross by him. Finds the heads. Oh, another brilliant save. The rebound is saved. Wow. Another brilliant save by Ward. He's a second choice keeper. And he's keeping Swindon in this now. Great save that. Brilliant save. James McLean did so well to get across his man and get his head to that one. Fantastic cross mm. by Ford. One-handed, lunging down underneath him. Remarkable save. And then the loose ball McLean had nearly got to. As the ball loft went in again, and toes are being apologising. Goes behind for the goal kick, but wow! I mean, it was just so beautifully worked, wasn't it? And the way Clewis just just teed it up, and Jones, Jones and Clewis on the flank. Ford, perfect cross, great header, brilliant, Fantastic brilliant save. save. And he got lucky with the rebound, but yeah. he almost deserved that fortune because of the save in the first place. Exactly. Well, I'm going to put my goalkeeper's hat on and say, if you make a save like that. You're entitled to turn around to your defenders like Mark Howard did in the Colchester game and say, well, I did my bit, where were you? But yeah, the, to be fair, the defender just reacted quicker than McLean. I was just thinking the build was like Dolby had it at one point and nobody's in the box to weigh mass. And what's Lee wins a good header in midfield. Uh, I mean, Swindon get it back, but yeah, a player like McLean up front's interesting because he's quite unorthodox and sometimes you don't see the man in the box because he's looking for spaces elsewhere but on the other hand he's he's shown very well here his ability to enter the box in an unexpected manner or a bit late or driving forward to the ball and find spaces it's it's interesting as the long kick is well dealt with by O'Connor heads it up in the air and then finds Mendy Mendy's clearance down the line looking forward to Holby oh he's given it a ah, throw in it already gone up for a throw ah right Mendy was shouting for the throw and I was wondering why he came to Dolby anyway throw, that's not fair enough then because Dolby was looking at getting a free kick there Wrexham no, no, free kick it. it's, it's a long, oh Austin's been bucked for descent you would assume and the referee stops to restart because he wants to finish his paperwork I think the referee in all fairness did hold his hands up to yeah. The Wrexham players apologise. He'd blown thinking there was no advantage. Right. And immediately after that, they'll be spotted and created an advantage. Yeah. <laughs> O'Connor launches it over the top, and defender at full stretch pokes it away. Kemp goes down dramatically. Ref is not interested. Angry reaction from Phil Parkinson. The referee's been pretty good in terms of judging whether there's been enough contact or not, I would say, thus far. Step up from last match. <laughs> So Connor now on the left-hand side in his own half lifts it forward, looking for Dolby, who wrestles away. But Bruis did well then, just to get use his body to edge him away. So Dolby couldn't make the challenge. Mendy was blocked off by Minton as well, and it's come to nothing. 
62nd minute, Wrexham still leading 1-0, can't quite understand how it's not more, but that's good work by Wrexham now as Cannon comes driving forwards after Jones won the ball, Cannon pulled to the ground, ref plays advantage, Dolby on the right, feeds it in looking for McLean, but Brewitt's there first to clear, poor clearance, straight to Ford, 25 yards out, feeds the ball in behind the defence, that's a great ball, Dolby tries it in and wins a corner, it's easy to to play the ball into those channels and running behind other friends, isn't it? And yeah, Anthony Ford in particular has had a lot of the ball in the second half and Max Clough happy to join him on that right-hand side as well. It's leading to opportunities. Wrexham, as you said, do need to take one. It's amazing it is still only 1-0 because Wrexham had such control over the start of the second half. So Lynn Swinger, McLean to take, Swindon and everybody back defending. He signals, sweeps it in with pace, flicks across the face and just wide. Oh, that was close. It was slung into the near post, that's Dolby again, I think, isn't it? Just yeah. flicking it on, across the face, inches wide at the far post. Great effort, great delivery by McLean. Fantastic ball, and not too dissimilar to that goal he scored against Aldershot last season, the last minute yeah. winner for us. Just getting across his men at the near post and glancing it across goal on that occasion, just flashing wide at that far post. So close, that. Well, Lexham making so many chances. Here comes Swindon looking to play the right from the back. Ball goes back to Ward. Hutton wants the diagonal. Ward obliges. So Connor backpedalling. Doesn't matter because it's gone straight out of play. Throws a Wrexham. Connor waits for the ball to be retrieved from the crowd. Short option in Lee. Dolby's down the line. He aims for him. Dolby. Good defending, desperate defending, Minton swinging his foot high, but not dangerously in front of Dolby to win it. And now, here is Cloaker. Khan gives it back. It's neat passing, Austin, and it's lifted over the top, that's nicely worked, and Khan runs onto it down the left, James Jones tight to him though, Khan nutmegs him and then goes to ground, and again the referee does very well. Because James Jones had absolutely no time to react before Khan ran into him, and the ref says no foul. Conquo will not pick it up either until Young forces him to. As you'll see on the replay here, you know, Khan keep doing the nutmeg, but you know, he's virtually touching Jones yep. when he plays it. What's Jones got gonna do? Jump out of his way? So well done again, ref. Toza now. Cannon's made a nice little move. Goal side of his man. Toza uses the space he's created as he drags Camp backwards and comes forwards and works it to Lee on the left. That's a good pass to Cannon. Cannon helps it on, and McLean's around the back again. Dolby in the middle. McLean doesn't hit the first line, but he swings to the far post, looking for Ford. It's volleyed away to the edge of the box. Cannon backpedalling. It's a difficult one to control. He's got there. He's under pressure, but he does that Fantastic. typical swivel on the ball. And now, Wrexham plays over on the left-hand side. Mendy He's tempted to deliver the ball. He comes na narrow. He'll go back out now to McLean. Only two players in the box, you've got Ford attacking the far post now, he sweeps it in, diving headed and eyes Dolby, Ford nearly gets it at the far post, Jones can't bring down an awkward one so he has to go back to Toza, Toza digs out a pass towards Cannon but it's inaccurate now then, Kemp can create something here, he's got two players ahead of him, he feeds it out wide for Young, and Young now has O'Connor isolated as he cuts inside, gets the cross in, Toza half volleys it clear, Hutton now, 30 yards out, on the right, sweeps it straight back in, that's a poor one, but Clueth doesn't get a chance, and volleys it behind for the corner. If you're not sure what's around you and no one's told you, you've got no option but to put out a play. Yeah, he just needed to shout, and he had plenty of time and space at that back post, just before that, Ben Toza 
just a sloppy pass out from defence yeah. and it creates a lot of problems just before that Wrexham were comfortable passing the ball around yeah we were moving it around nicely thus that one sloppy pass can cost you so corner an in swinger from the left hand side 66th minute now it's the ball is swung in right footed dangerously but headed away comfortably and out to the last defender Hutton and Hutton's put under pressure by Mendy here he's done well to get away from him if he'd lost it then he'd have been in all sorts of trouble Kemper right now running at Lee hits the goal line sweeps in a good cross and attempted overhead misses the ball and now can Wrexham come away Jones drills it looking for McLean hasn't got that, that quite right it's a glorious idea if he'd pull it off but it would have been a, a sensational pass as it is, again, it's Swindon at the back, looking for moving, they're still getting their shape back, it's Romeo Hutton told, basically, reset, get it to the keeper, eventually he does. He's frustrated at lack of movement. But anyway, the ball's back now with Ward. Again, the Swindon fans, let's arouse their team. Ward switches the ball across to Coloco. That's Shades making the pitch wide in front of him. The local carries it to the halfway line. Threads it forwards. Austin lays it back. And now it's Kinsler. Squaring it to Khan. Who has to go backwards because of the pressure of the two strikers. Brewis across to the right to Minton again. Immediately Lee is sprinting out to hold him up, but he's left Kemp and Martin fed him in. Kemp running at Cannon 30 yards out. Fred's a good ball to the edge area. Austin with the return pass. Kemp now can work it wide as he tries to put it in behind his man. It's a great recovering tackle by Ford. I mean, he, he had to scramble backwards and just lay the foot out and concede the corner. That was a massive re readjustment. Yeah, he did really well. He caught slightly wrong foot by a good reverse ball. So Mal to get the tackling, but Swindon just getting a little bit of momentum behind him, and the fans are responding to that too. Yeah, absolutely. They still they get edgy sometimes, but they are recognising they're up against a good team, and they are getting at us a bit more than in the first half. Here comes the in swinger then, swept into the near post. The Concord diving punch gets it out of the box. It'll be retrieved by Kinsler, and now Raxon putting pressure on. Oh, Coloco lashes it well wide. He was lucky then. I mean. Last defender, Ford and Dolby converged on him and he just about got between the two of them or it would have been two on the keeper. Yeah, absolutely. In the end, James McLean left throwing his arms up in the air in frustration. Fantastic pressing high up the pitch, very nearly got it right. Repson making a change and we're going to see Stephen Fletcher on for Sam Dolby. Well, Dolby's been excellent, but, you know, when you've got a player like Fletcher on the bench, you can just sling him on and... Yeah, you just, you just feel that you know, we're just lacking that finish. I'm not knocking Dolby for that. I don't think Dolby's missed, spurned any obvious opportunities, but you know that Fletcher's got that goal-scoring pedigree as well as the intelligence to pick apart a defence that maybe isn't quite coherent. Yeah, absolutely. Sam Dolby's been magnificent, absolutely mm. controlled it up there. Tom Brute's been a bit tougher to crack, a bit more of a conventional centre-half, obviously, than what Saidu yeah. Khan was. There's Stephen Fletcher and James McLean, they get on well off the pitch, they've played together before, it's another combination, it'd be very interesting to see how that unfolds now. Well, McConquill will surely look for Fletcher from this kick, and hits it with distance, it's going to drop short, but it's helped on by McLean. 
and Jones will get to it first on the right-hand side under hit pass though Ford now fighting to win it back he's unlucky it ricochets away from him and Cannon is beaten by Coloco's running Jones pulls him to the floor free kick on the halfway line will the ref wants to take further action against Jones who is pulling his shirt for a while he's calling him over yeah, yeah it's, another, it's a yellow card for James Jones who hitched a ride on his back for quite a bit and yeah yellow card given don't think you can really complain about that no another deflection just fallen Swindon's yeah. way again after a 50-50 tackle had it gone the other way Wrexham were in once again exactly so yeah Ford battled away and there were two ricochets that could have fallen for him and didn't quite he was unlucky so free kick on the left flank on the halfway line to Swindon here is Coloco Fletcher's just trying to block the square passes and force him to play it forwards and he does and he puts it onto Tozer's head and Fletcher's job without touching the ball is done but Cannon with a, a sloppy pass square to Cluith puts it out for a throw in 25 yards out for Swindon it's okay. taken quickly by Shades right same against that period of the game where I think somebody seems to put the foot on the ball for Wrexham as Jones does brilliantly to win the ball back but McLean's extravagant return pass is overhead Go for a, oh that's been kept in Jones typically chased there and now pins a player in by the corner flag forces the back pass Ward's got no option under pressure from McLean and to put it out of play yeah he had to keep in it took a deflection off the defenders it went through all oh, right but I was yeah. just saying I think Rex just needs someone just to put their foot on the ball a little yeah. bit soon they're building that momentum it's time to just control possession take the sting out of it so toes up with a long throw level the edge of the area right hand side again Swindon with everyone back Kemp on the edge of the area is the furthest forwards and he's dropping off now to pick up Jones Toza springs forwards slings it with pace to the near post flicked on by Fletcher but it's too close to keep it got it well six yards out to the near post good contact but not enough pace and two straights Brewitt went down but doesn't want treatment the ref stopped play anyway and Brewitt is looking a bit uncomfortable Looked like he was holding his head for a moment as he went down then. He did, yeah, yeah, but I think it's his legs, his left leg seems to be the problem, doesn't it? So, the ref understandably stopped play because it looks like it could be serious, but it's, uh, it now looks to be another of those terrible shoelace injuries. The thing is, it's not helping them really, is it? 70 second minute, goal down. And with long... momentum building, like we were saying, too. Yeah. He's just taking the 30 seconds out of the game there, Brewitt. So the ref drops the ball for the keeper, Ward. Wrecks some 18 minutes plus added time from completing the job. Ward lifts it long over Young's head. Clueth ducks, goes through to Oconquo. And again, Oconquo make Young come to him before bowling it out to Clueth and Wrexham moving it around at the back no appetite for Swindon to press until Kemp steps up O'Connor on the left now looks up feeds it down the flank inaccurate though he was looking for Dor uh, for uh, McLean but there's nowhere near that and now a chance for Swindon to attack as Hutton again takes on Mendy looks to go around the outside he's got past him this time hits the goal line stands across in the far post good one brought down well by Young great chance huge block by Toza that was a moment O'Connor I beg your pardon only half clears it and now it's Shade on the left hand side helping it on again 
Kinsler works at back end, Shade pokes to the corner of the box, Kemp has a key to a turn pass, and Shade is fouled, that's going to be a yellow card for Ford. No, it's James yeah, Jones, and James he's Jones, oh, he's off then. The ref has gone straight to his pocket, and James Jones, you know, was trying to intercept, but he waved his foot high, caught Shade. Rexham are asking just how much contact was there on him, but it's a, it's a, it's a red. James Jones will have to make way. It didn't seem much in it in all fairness. No. Just Pocking. before that, huge opportunity taken out of the sky fantastically by Young. Bentoza, brilliant block, absolutely crucial as well. James Jones won, especially when you're on a yellow card. Mm. I know you shouldn't say that, everything should be punished as it stands, but it just looked like a give a free kick and nothing more than that. Yeah. Maybe a talking to to tell him it's his final final warning. Yeah, and then the boss has clipped him, we're gonna see it now. Yeah, Kemp just scooped it over the top. Jones has run onto it and is there enough contact there to manage so, it? To me it's just a foul, especially the way the game's gone. It's not been a game full of fouls, has it? No. No. Well I think the the thing is as well that as Jones has taken a heck of a long time to come off, Wrexham are going to make a change in reaction to that. And it'll be Luke Young who's coming on. And also, Swindon are making a change. They're bringing off Coloco, and they're bringing on Jake, D Jake Kane. And Jones being sent off means that Luke Young is going to come on for Anthony Ford. Ford's not aware of it at the minute. He's still no. waiting to defend his free kick. So they should waste a fair chunk of time, shouldn't it, really? It's a free kick when we actually have it on the side of the box. Young has finally been told, uh, forward rather, to come off. Yeah. The referee also, because uh, a smoke bomb's just come in from that crowd behind the goal, is told Ford not to go off the long, the short way. Right, yeah. So now it's taken more sting out of it because of the actions of the Sunday yeah. fans behind the goal. So Ford comes off, so Mendy will go across to the right, McLean will go on the left, Young will swap into midfield, and Fletcher will be on. Yeah. Well, we've got 15 minutes left. We'll make some regret not killing this game off when we should have done. Because now against 10 men, we're going to have to battle for 15 minutes. We'll make some react as we did when we got a player sent off in Colchester and sit off, or will they learn the lessons of Parks and taught them at half time and look to keep coming forwards? Here comes the free kick then, a dangerous position. It's driven in through the wall and it goes behind for the goal kick. The wall split unpleasingly but it went between them, but it was a Swindon player touched it last, and now we've got a Wrexham player down, O'Connor, is it? Tom O'Connor, it seems to take a kick as that ball fizzed through the mm. wall then. And is hauled to his feet by Young. It's not the Wrexham Young. It's Jake Young. So Swindon, just looking at what they've done, I was thinking they probably, they might go to four at the back. Um... They haven't yet. No, they haven't, have they? There's a goal kick from Oconquo, goes over Mendy's head, Hudden heads up in the air, and Mendy does well to win it. The second attempt, Fletcher chasing after that is fouled. Free kick to Rexham on the left-hand side. Pilpogson livid with that. <laughs> Clearly demanding a card. There's not uh, much difference in all fairness. Uh, yeah, yeah, true enough. And this is the problem, when you're punishing, having not been punishing fouls like that all game, when you then dish out two yellow cards for two mm. fouls, people are going to start asking the question. Yeah, absolutely. 
So it's uh, yeah, actually, yeah, because it was. Oh no, it was, it was Brewis, I think, with the foul, wasn't it? Second, I thought that he'd been boxed. He hasn't. Free kick on the left hand side, which McLean will take. Swindon of everyone back defending. Kemp is nowhere near 10 yards, Rafi tells him to get back. It's not gone back much more than 10 yards. McLean signals. Swindon holding a high line. It's swept in dangerously. Just beyond O'Connor. Chance for a shot. It's clipped by Toza to the far post instead. Though an overhead. Fletcher will keep it alive. Back to McLean who takes a touch. Sets himself. Fakes to go inside. Then does. Allows Cannon to take over. Down the left hand side. Two players to beat and no support. And Cannon does well to hold off one man. And feed it back. That's nice play. McLean. Early cross. Hung to the far post. Nodded down by Toza. Important defensive header away. Young keeps it alive though. And it's picked up by Lee, right on side of the box, under pressure, he goes down under pressure, Rexham Van Schelp with a penalty, the players don't, it didn't look it to me, just look like a strong tackle, and now Swindon are attempting to break down the left-hand side, excellent foot in that, O'Connor just stayed calm, watched the ball and got the foot in. There was no support for Shade, but he was really going for it, now Fletcher on his own up front, scrapping for a loose ball, Lee's chasing after it, can't quite get that, the ball's worked back out wise, to Shade, Wrexham certainly haven't sat off much at, uh, yet. Well, James McLean's going yeah. to right wing back, Jacob Mendy's still man-marking Hutton almost by staying on the left side. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? So, so McLean has moved over, Mendy stayed in his stronger position, and now here, coming out from the back is Khan, works at right to the left-hand side, Body's lurking on the edge of the area. There's a nice ball again round the back. Kane now goes Strukic into Young who puts it over. That was a big chance for Young there. The substitute got round the defence, pulled it back well. And well, Young just couldn't keep the shot down. That was a, a heck of an opportunity. He was unmarked on the bounty spot and he spooned it just over the bar. Yeah, he really should have done better then. At the very least, you have to hit the target and you feel mm. if he had hit the target from there, he'd have been scoring too. Most certainly. He's the top scorer in the division and he's had two big chances in the last, what, ten minutes. But hasn't taken either of them. Here's a Concord then with a restart. Looking for Fletcher in isolation. Gets up well. He's nudged though as he goes up and doesn't get there. He puts a lot of pressure on Brewitt though and Mendy's still high up the pitch. As the big diagonal is played, Clue is underneath, heads away easily. Fletcher will get to that, helps it on, looking for Lee. Off balance, an important header away by Brewers. Lee is fighting now to try and win it back, though. It's just about smuggled clear by Shade and goes out for a throw to Rexham on the halfway line right inside. We certainly are not sitting off, we're putting good pressure on the ball yeah. up F front. Fantastic pressure too, Elliot Lee, waspish as ever, he's putting the pressure on, forcing the error, and Rexham have the ball on the right hand side. And throw towards the corner. Had it not gone in, straight back out again. <laughs> yeah, thrown down the line, and then straight back out. Throw to the uh, by the corner flag, taken naturally, quickly. And now it's Minton looking over the top for Hutton. The crowd are excited, but Hutton hasn't got the pace to get to that. Nobody has, and it's a goal kick which Wrexham can take their time over. It's interesting seeing Jacob Mendy stay at left wing back, but at the same time he's had a good battle with Hutton. He's come out yeah. on top so far. Yeah, he's been terrific, hasn't he, Mendy? In his more comfortable position, and yeah. Hutton cannot exploit the pace pace on that right-hand side because Mendy's matching him stride for stride at the minute. I mean, I was slightly surprised in a way that it was Mendy's switch sides, not McLean, when we had our injury crisis, because you can see that McLean's comfortable both sides. 
but uh, it worked well. As Fletcher looks to be fouled, yeah, free kick. He's getting in front of Blewett, and Blewett's trying to nudge him from behind. The first time he, he kept within the rules, but that time he clattered him. And Fletcher has stayed down. The ref is weighing up whether he should bring a physio on. He is bringing a physio on. And let's hope it's just Fletcher being cute rather than something serious. Yeah, it's not what you want to see. Mm. You'd imagine player for his experience although we can't afford to be losing him for 30 seconds if it's not something more yeah hopefully just something he just needs a little bit of treatment on rather than anything serious given the the operation he's just had mm, exactly so Fletcher still getting treatment and we've got a big big last eight minutes plus added time coming here a way win would be so crucial. I mean, other teams have had quite generous fixtures around now, and, and this one is much trickier. So we need to make sure that we can, uh, if we can hold on to this. Merke Krink are Jake Young and Luke Young brothers. No. <laughs> Rex FC Boston, I miss Barnett's crosses. Well, he's on the bench, so that's good news. Paul Mullins shipped and ready down there, which is... Oh. In a, in, a weird, in a weird way, it's less good news. It means Stephen Fletcher's more seriously hurt than we were hoping. Yeah, exactly so. Oh, dear. Well, let's hope that Fletcher is nothing too serious. Yeah, Wrexham FC Boston saying, I miss Barnett's crosses. Well, firstly, he's back on the bench. That's good news. But secondly, I do feel that Ford, in terms of accuracy, is a, a terrific cross of the ball. Um, so we enjoy that as Fletcher is limping very heavily. I don't like the look of that. Oh dear. So Wrexham also, I mean, it's a sort of tactical misfortune with the red card and now Fletcher going off injured that we're going to have to use up our three substitute windows without, uh, you know, bringing on more than three subs. He's not gone straight to sit down, Stephen Fletcher. Yeah. Looks he's going to come back on at least after the 30 seconds are up. So taking shores naturally because we've got nine men but Cannon can't control a quite hot pass by Mendy a good ball to Young allows him to run at O'Connor driving towards the box and McLean's come back to cover but it's squared big chance to equalise and it's missed oh it was squared across a huge huge opportunity for Shade he was one on one with the Conquog chose a bigger and Khan chose to take it first time and clipped it wide at the far post and having kept Swindon at arm's length for so long in the last 10 minutes or so they've really started to open us up admittedly with a man short yeah it's exactly what we didn't want to do in nine men was lose possession mm. there a poor pass into Andy Cannon that's a terrible terrible effort a goal by Saidu Khan mm. space opened out he'd come inside he was onto his right foot he just had to wrap his foot around it and he's hit it well wide goodness me Goal kick taken, Fletcher back on the pitch, but he can't get there to challenge for that one. Nudging the back by Cannon is a free kick, an unnecessary one. Rexham's bench delivered with the ref, but it was a foul. Free kick right in front of the dugouts, taken quickly by Kent. Brewitt trying to get things going again, 85th minute. Here's Shade once more, driving down the left-hand side. Taking on his man, cuts inside, squares it. Kinsella keeps it moving to the right to Hutton again. Mendy comes out to meet him. Is he going to go around the outside? He is. And again, Mendy does well. Corner as he gets a foot in. Fletcher's back on and moving freely. He got involved trying to make a challenge in that move then. Yeah, good to see. And he's now picking up for the Daldy position. 
in the middle of the six-yard box. Oh, it'll be an in-swinger. Swing only have one man in on the box as they now start to move in from the edge of the box. Swung to the far post, Fletcher, massive header clear. Wrexham trying to get out of the edgy area now as it drops for Khan. He tries a crazy shot, hits the roof of the stand, I mean that. You know, I know he's just missed a great chance, but that doesn't make it better, that makes it worse. So he gets everybody in the box, all the Wrexham players sitting in, waiting for it to come in. And he's given Wrexham a chance to slow the game down. Yeah, you can see why he was missed in midfield when he was stuck playing centre-back at the start yeah. of the game, but that's two big opportunities he's missed, it's been very wasteful. Yeah, he's got to do better than that, he's got to do anything but that, quite frankly. So, Concord with the kick, looking for Mendy, who can't keep that in. <laughs> no, it's, the, it's the Swindon bench now, very active, trying to get the ball quickly back to Hutton to take the throw, which they do so. Minton. Quickly helped on to Shade, whose starting position is quite deep. He now starts to drive down the flank, young to beat. Level the edge area, he gets beyond him onto his left foot. Poor cross, Clueworth volleys it clear, but it'll come straight back in as the ball is switched back into midfield. Kinsler's available, it goes, bypasses him. And now it's Hutton again running up Mundy, tries going inside for once and then hits it, but puts it well off target again. And Wrexham will be happy if we're going to keep our shape like this and force them to shoot from 25 yards all the time. Yeah, it's starting to look frantic, isn't it? From Swindon, you understand it, chasing the equaliser. Not yet properly used the man advantage, they're building chances, but then wasting it when they get there. Conco again will take his time, three minutes of the 90 left. Could be a fair amount added on. As... Wrexham have got Jordan Davis putting his kit on now. Fletcher scrapping and Brewer fouling him, surely. Nothing given, and then it, well, that's a free kick. Lead it well to nip in, didn't he? Through the challenge from Khan. Fantastic hold up play by Stephen Fletcher to create that. And while they were occupied with each other, at least just nicked in and won the free kick. I was confused then seeing Davis around because Mullin didn't come on, did he? So we can bring Davis on. Free kick in midfield that Wrexham can use just to slow things down in the 88th minute now. Wrexham are not going to bring Davis on yet because the game already got stopped. Lee floats it in, Tozer is up there and he fouls his man. Yeah, pretty clearly. Free kick on the edge of the box, Swindon took it quickly as Tozer tries to sprint back to join his defensive partners. And he's back now as Swindon move it square across the back. It's Minton, Hutton's outside him. Minton carries it to the halfway line. Hutton drops off for the handoff and gets it. It's pulled back to Bruett. Bruett quickly gets it across the left-hand side. Shades now. He's got Khan going on the overlap. Shades 20 yards out. Young trying to track him. Shades tries to go around the outside, gets the cross in. There's no one there, but Mendy puts it behind for the corner. He wasn't under pressure, but again, not totally sure what's around him. So he goes for touch. It had to be safe. Yeah. Need a little bit more communication, and Mendy could have turned mm. and put that down the touchline instead. 89th minute. Another in swinging corner. Hutton's available for the short one. That draws McLean out. Cool come in into the goal mouth header just over. It's a decent contact, but Oconco had it covered. As Wrexham are going to make the change now, and Elliot Lee is going to be brought off. Another terrific stint by him. 
and Jordan Davis makes another of his 90, 90th minute appearances. Although he, he has a remarkable capacity to make some impact on him, doesn't he, <laughs> when he comes on so late, doesn't he? Yeah, it's uh, not very often that he'll come on even for these few minutes and you haven't come off go at least creating one chance and making one big opportunity in the middle. So Lee comes off, got again another good round of applause, which he fully deserves. So, for Conquo, knocking it long, Davis immediately involved, beaten in the air, terrific climb, that was by Kinsella, and Tozer does well to get there first, the jump chases down the right, with 20 seconds from finding out how much will be added on. There's, there's two balls on the pitch. Slow spindle down a bit. Six minutes added on. Six. I thought it would be around that, to be fair. So, here's Brewis. Swindon fans encouraged. There's Shades running at McLean. Good tackle. Now McLean's got nothing ahead of him. He realises and holds it up. Ah, and then a sloppy pass gives it away to Shade. He bursts past Cliworth. Edge of the area, squares it. Oh, it's a poor pass by Austin. He's just about being kept in but that was a chance there ball driven in Kluwert as well to get it away and now Trexham can try and scurry away with Young who just drives it to the corner flag there was no one up there Fletcher screaming to his teammates get up the pitch nice high line and now here Swindon again come back from the back so works across to the left and again they try that pass in round the back of Kluwert who slices a simple pass and puts it behind for a corner yeah, he wanted Arthur Conco to come out then, he didn't. It's a shame because just before that he made a brilliant clearing pass to Luke Young, he got it all wrong this time round. Yeah, Conco couldn't come out for that, I mean, it didn't have enough pace on it at all. But he did have the pass outside and didn't make it out. Corner played to the corner of the box, played in. Easy volley clear for Fletcher again, he's telling his teammates, get out. Davis has stepped up just to put pressure on the players on the halfway line. He sprints across. And he's done well, he's forced them to pass it between each other. Davis is still going to try and get after Shade on the halfway line. And yeah, the ball still doesn't come in. Davis has done well that. Ball played forwards, poor ball. Well, read by Clue, a good interception. He's given it away and it's scooped over the top of the fence. Left-hand side, Kemp has to tame it. McLean now is back to defend against him. Kemp stands in the cross. Young did well to get the first, then pokes it on the bar. Ricochet's back out, shot sliced wide. Goodness me, that was outstanding by Jake Young. I didn't think after his first touch he could get there, but he just managed to poke it over a Conco onto the bar. And then the, the chance from the rebound was a, a real opportunity. Sliced wide by Kinsella, but wow, we rode our luck there. Yeah, absolutely. They say it looked really difficult from that moment on. What I will say is if you're going to get it over after a Conco, you've not got yeah. very much goal to aim at afterwards. And then the follow-up wide, I thought it was a goal kick. The Swindon players were absolutely convinced it was a corner. Looked very like unlucky from yeah. Young but it's going to take something to beat a Conco and get it to dip again from that position. Well, exactly. He, he was very quick, and uh, naturally, he made himself big as Davis is beaten in the air again. O'Connor heads it down. Cannon mishits it up in the air. Mendy nudged off the ball by Hutton. He's not going to get a foul for that. And Hutton throws it quickly back in. We are nearly halfway through the, three, the six minutes added minutes. And how this game changed around the red card as McLean is beaten. Shade now taking on Young. Young does well, another corner. Boy, this is tense. <laughs> corner 
left-hand side, and it's going to be left for Hutton again to, to sweep in. He's put some decent balls in, to be fair to him. Wrexham picking up their men, lots of Sunderland players on the edge of the area, making their runs now. Bruitt trying to wrestle with Kluwerth, is pulled back again, and chipped in, flat, good foot in by Kluwerth to push it away from Bruitt, but it'll come in again. Khan to the right corner of the box, and now it's Kemp running at Mendy. He gets the cross in, partly pokes clear, shot comes back in, ricochets, good save! That's a great save, that. Yeah, I think it came off cannon last. Well watched by Arthur Conkle, wasn't it? Is it pinballed across his penalty area? Just diving on the ball. Yeah, Conkle lunged that big deflection. Now here's Wrexham trying to come forward to race time to win a throw in in the Swindon half. It was a big deflection, and Conkle did so well to change direction and pounce on that after it was driven in. Just seeing that replay, and he did well, he kept himself mm. low, so when the ball did change direction, he didn't have too far to readjust himself. Throw towards the corner flag by Davis, and Fletcher will look to waste a bit of time in front of the Wrexham fans. He stands on the ball, two men on him, and he's just going to hang on there as long as he can. He goes to ground, the ball's still in, and the ball is just sticking there. Fletcher has wasted so much time. Finally, Swindon managed to get it out. There's less than two minutes left as they switch to the left-hand side. It's Shade on the halfway line, running up McLean. Squares it instead of driving at him, which is understandable. But now it's worked over to the right, Minton. To Hutton, there's a good run behind Wrexham's defence again by Kemp. Round the back of the fence, pulls it in, a conquer. Great goalkeeping, takes it cleanly. He was anticipating that and coming off his line early. Exactly the right thing to do, he is so dominant, isn't he? Yeah, he read it so early on, knew exactly where that ball was going to go. Just took a step forward and dived on it again as that low ball came across the penalty area. This time taking plenty of time over sending this ball back upfield. Yeah. Swindon fans understandably aren't happy. But what else would you do in this situation? So it's hit long eventually and Bruitt gets rid. One last chance perhaps for Swindon. We've had 95 added minutes. As the ball is squared into the centre circle. Khan helps it on to Hutton, running at Mendy one last time, sweeps in the cross, Oconco's under that, takes it very comfortably, and then hits the deck to waste a bit more time, and wrecks him a nearly, nearly home and dry. Before the red card to James Jones in the closing moments, Wrexham looked very comfortable, but we didn't take the chances, and so only had that one goal lead, and now with 15 seconds plus whatever the reference to add on to added time we need to hold on again as Conco knocks it long straight to Swindon will they have time for one last ball no they will not Wrexham come up with the goods and away win on Boxing Day absolutely perfect for Wrexham the goal scored by James McLean a bold move by Phil Parkinson to rest an ailing Paul Mullen and pick James McLean up front worked beautifully as he and Sam Dolby gave Swindon's defence virtually no chance they really hassled them they combined to second McLean's early goal so he picked her up and slotted it past the keeper and Wrexham then made let's be honest chance after chance and probably should have profited from it but had to hang on at the end after James Jones's red card yeah absolutely start of that second half fantastic performance from Wrexham created as you said chance after chance Sam Dolby caused a nuisance to himself up there big opportunities fall into the likes of James Jones James McLean the brilliant header that was saved well and Swindon just started to turn the screw a little bit. They gained a little bit of momentum and all fairness before that red card. 
to me it was a soft stepping yellow card and I know you shouldn't judge things on whether the player's been booked or not but so often you see people do that and it would have been a harsh yellow card anyway especially when it meant a red card yeah I mean I, I think as well the position on the pitch because the player's running in around the back of the fence is an element as well isn't it really I can sort of see both sides to it I feel sorry for Jones who put in a terrific shift in midfielder yeah it was again another brilliant shift it's disappointing really that we've got a big three points but with George Evans already suspended we've now got no James Jones to the next game as well yeah and it's Barrow as well which is a, a proper Walsall. test of course so also oh thank you of course also be joining us oh, Walsall, yeah, yeah I'll pop along why not yeah it's worth it Thank you for <laughs> thank you for reminding me of that because yeah, having Evans and Jones back will be good. I can see Phil Parkins and again is rousing the Wrexham fans. A terrific following for a Boxing Day match, and yeah, but Swindon Swindon gave their all as well, didn't they? You know, they they came at us in those closing stages, and their fans are giving them a good reception too. Yeah, they, come off the pitch. they threw everything at Wrexham and all fairness Swindon at the end. Arthur Conquo just commanded his penalty area so, so well. There were big opportunities, Jake Young hitting the crossbar being one of those, and a few big chances for both Khan and Young in the penalty area too. Wrexham rode their luck, but I'd say on the balance of especially the first 70 minutes or so, it's three very well-deserved points to be taken back to North Wales. Yeah, should have been over by then, quite frankly as Wrexham like I say, took an early lead, Dolby winning a good head, he won so many headers and then Minton just couldn't go get it, McLean did ever so well, just nick it past him, simple finish then for him to slot it in the bottom left corner and get Wrexham off to the perfect start, he was pulled away by the referee because he celebrated in front of the Swindon fans and, and entertaining, the Swindon fans all thought the goal being disallowed but not, yeah, Dolby though so dominant in the air, just beat Coloca so comfortably yeah. Nodded it down and McLean do well to make something of it. Also, watching that replay, that header by Dolby summed up his whole contribution to that game while he was on the pitch. He won so many headers against the unconventional back line that Sunderland have been forced to play because of their injuries. Brilliant header inside. The defending wasn't good afterwards, but then a fantastic finish from James McLean. Yeah, McLean, he's, he's got good balance. He loves those sudden changes of direction and he managed to pull it off in a bewildered Minton and allowed him to slot the ball comfortably home, the keeper had no chance to react and Wrexham came away with the points as a result like I said there were some battles in there, Jake Young put a chance over the bar, hit the bar as well and Khan was one on one and made a real hash of it and so Wrexham will be delighted at that and with Barrow and Stockport, the two teams above us drawing as well that gives us a little bit closer to the top spot which is where we'd like to be and Wrexham will, yeah, I think reflect on a very, very pleasing Boxing Day. Well, apparently it's Walsall next, this is the rumour. So please, if you can't get down to the game, join us again on Friday night. It'll be streamed live as well, of course. It's not on the um, Saturday 3 o'clock embargo, and it'll be live in the audio as well. But it's always a pleasure to bring games to you, and especially as the song goes, when Wrexham win away. So with the final score of Swindon Town nil, Wrexham 1, we're Mark Griffiths and Colin Henry's from Wrexham AFC.